Arizona Podcast. This is what I have for you. David's on. Um, he's always on. That's my guy. This is uh, Arizona with German and David, really, um, which is a great turn of events. I, I love how this is what the pod is now. Um, we talk about competition at the top, but the main thing, we, we go through uh, week 18, talk about the Sean, Sean McVay stuff, coaching, um, and just a bunch of good stuff. Mike Tomlin. So, good pod, fun pod, as always. So, enjoy it. Here's David. Did you hit the gym this morning? Is that where you were at? Uh, yeah, but I go... I, I go like at 5 a.m. I go early. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You're one of those. All right. Well, it's because because of I realistically I was evening. Um, and so the morning the morning is just just works best because it's work because of school and everything else. Yeah. Uh, so it's it was it's why I took forever to start going because getting up is, is it's tough. It's tough, yeah. It's tough, man. So, um, yeah, but you know, we've been I've been getting up and going and feeling sore <clears throat> but feeling good and yeah. Yeah, you're on to you're on to the next, like your Niners. You're on to the next. I know we're we're on to Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it's it's been good. Um, I'm still like learning. Like I still don't have like a like a set um like routine. Yeah, because I you know I don't know anything about that. I don't know about like routines. I just. So I'm kind of just, I found out like, I think on Twitter, I think I saw like, you know, work out different muscle group a day. So I, I kind of just mapped it out like that. Yeah. So if you know anything better, let me know. Obviously, something, something for beginners. Well, what, just... what do you, um, you say you lift weights, right? So do you, do, I'm assuming you, that you do like are you doing like squats and all that too, or just you know just like some bench press or like the cable weights machine, you know? So I am like I I may I'm I'm a big guy, but I'm weak. I don't have strength. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping to hit that old man strength soon. Hopefully, I. You know, oh I, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah. Because you you read that you read like the dudes that like aren't really strong, but then they get to like their thirties, and all of a sudden like it all comes. It it hits. Yeah, it hits. Yeah. So like, I'm hoping I'm hoping uh, to get that strength soon. Um. So I'm doing so I'm doing ba- so I did so I'm doing like dumbbells. I still don't feel comfortable enough with a bench press or anything like that. Right. Um. So dumbbells. The like you know how like the the gym has like the it's like bench press but it's like assisted pretty much yeah yeah so, is that so like planet planet fitness no choose 
Oh, okay. But it's like, yeah, you know, it's like a 24 hour fitness. Owner. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's the bench, but it's like, it's on the rack. Like, so it, it, it stays completely like level the whole time you're going up and down. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Okay. It's like proof so that, you know, you don't die. Pretty much. Right, right. Nothing, okay. You, you, don't, you don't end up in a, on a TikTok of gym fails or something. Like yeah, that. like what not to do. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Someone's recording you like off to the side of like, oh, oh be dude. Dead, bro, and you're you're back there just doing your best. Like I'm trying, man. Come on, like. You know what I did realize though, because um, the choose where I where I go, it's like you get the the treadmill bike area, you get the like the machines and all that, and then in this section over here, you get the the free weights. Free weights, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh man, I remember the, the first two days, I was like, oh, I'm too intimidated to go over there. And then you head over there and you realize, like, dude, no one's looking at you, man. Like, everyone's like in their own zone, they're doing yeah. their thing. Um, because you know, you kind of get like in your own head, like, man, like, yeah, I'm yeah, lift- I'm lifting too little, like, like, what are people gonna think? And then you realize, like, no one's gonna think anything because nobody cares. Like just nobody cares. Yeah. Like, dude, dude, you're there. You know, it's like the what's that? It's Mike Kellerman used to say, like, you don't make fun of the fat person when they're at the gym. You know, because they're actually doing something about they're it. They're there to improve themselves. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I realized, like, man, like it's all in my head. Like I went over there and I was like, oh man, like this is. And somebody was like, oh, you went to. I was telling her, like, ah, oh, it just feel intimidated to going over there. And then when yeah. I went out, I like, told her, you know, I realized like nobody cares, like nobody's looking. So it kind of takes the pressure off once you're in that mindset. But I can see yeah. you get in your head and you think like, oh, man, like. Well, especially, I mean, I think you're unique in the fact that you can get over that like semi quickly because like. Cause, OK, because also like you, like you are sports. Yeah. Right. You have a notion of like what it is to see the fruits of like someone's labor, like when they do work hard, like these athletes and whatnot. So like you're going into the gym, you're thinking like, all right, I got to start somewhere. Yeah. But it's like, sometimes I'll talk to people that like aren't at all into sports and they have like no sense of competition, no sense of like, like anything, right. Complete novices. And they go into the gym and dude, if you see, if you see, you know, this Nick Boza esque guy with that physique, you're like, you shouldn't Jesus Christ, bro. Like that, that right. really like, you know, and that, that's intimidating. That's like, <laughs> even me, like I, 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 you know, I don't lift like often, but I'm, I'm still pretty strong. I've retained a lot of my strength. So when I go yeah. into the gym, I'm like, I can still put up some solid numbers. Nowhere near where I was before, but I feel like right. confident and whatnot. But every now and then I'll be like, damn, this is pretty ripped. All right, cool. I got to go like, you know, like where's that heavy or where, where are those 70 pound dumbbells for like the you know i'm like where you know i gotta i gotta i gotta get back in there you know so but that's good that's good that you, you're like you know what nobody cares i'm here to, to you know get strong and prove myself you know burn some calories so yeah because the way yeah. i see and i think you know i think that's a good point of the the sports thing because it is a like little by little you, you're not yeah. you're not I'm not going to get to where I want to get to in a week or in a day. So I, I need to make sure Yeah, I'm just putting <clears> in the work every single day. Um, so, yeah, so maybe it is a sports stuff and 
even the competition to be better than the than 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 myself. I'm competing with me. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think that that that's why sports is so valuable. I think you, you need. Oh yeah, the, the, yeah. The competition to... aspect of it, like yeah, then, yeah. I find myself as I get older, not being able to to like relate to people that that aren't competitive even with themselves like just the good competition yeah. to to be better to 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 strive for more and right. it's just like really like you don't you don't you don't challenge you don't want to see what you like could be capable of you actually like put in a little more like yeah oh i know yeah yeah people like that i'm just like i'm like i don't know what to tell you bro like yeah know. this this happened to me once in um i was in summer school and I, it was my sophomore year going into my junior year. I had gotten a D in a semester of chemistry. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so I had to retake just that one semester. So I did it over the summer. Right. And so I had to go to, so I had to go to school before um, like summer practices and drink in the morning. And uh, the, the teacher was um, shout out to, um, Mr. Ansich, Coach Ansich, he was the son of a legendary football coach in the area mm-hmm. um, uh, for St. Paul, St. Paul High School. But anyway, so he he was a football a football guy. He had it right, in his right. mind. Yeah. He would use examples in class where all the football guys were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know exactly. Like all of us with our, you know, like, you know, same haircut. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Every, meanwhile, everybody else is like, I don't know what he's talking about. What's a pulling guard? Right. I don't know what a pulling guard is. I don't know what, you know. So he was talking. I don't know what the topic was, but he um, he asked me, he's like, Escamilla, he's like, he's like, I'm pretty sure you do this, but when you walk into a room, he's like, do you check to see if you're the strongest guy in the room, like, like, like lifting-wise? Like, do you just size people up? And I thought about it, and I was like, dude i do like especially at that time in high school right i'm putting up like almost like 300 pounds at that point on bent like i'm I'm in the zone i'm like prime david you know and so he's like i bet you do this like when you go when you walk into a classroom or you go some like do you look to see who the next biggest guy is and if you see a bigger guy you're like dang all right that's the guy to like to take out Mm-hmm. And not only did I say that, but I had other teammates that were in the class, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we all do that." Like, when, anytime you go anywhere, like you're like, "That guy could probably squat," you know, <laughs> you know. So, and I was like, "Dang!" And I was like, oh, "We were all kind of wired the same." But he knew, he knew to point that out, and I was like, "Yeah, dang, dude, you've got me like, you got me down to a T. You know exactly what I'm thinking when I go most places." You know, and I was like, "Hmm." I think every guy that competes is like that i think a healthy yeah. guy <clears throat> thinks that way you know like yeah yeah like yeah you show up into a room and you think okay like if things were to pop off who do i need to outrun who's the other fastest guy like if you're a fast guy you're like, yeah or you know or you know what what's what would i use how, how would i you know beat this guy if i had to fight him yeah if, the, if this guy like stepped to my girl like what would i say to him and then yeah. like Exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm drinking a cider. Like mm, I can break the bottle and God, you know, like. <laughs> Not that I thought of that or ever done that, but I'm just saying, you know, like just you know. Yeah, I th- I think that's that's yeah that's pretty normal. I unless again unless you're you're not involved in anything 
competitive and not just sports, but just anything competitive. Right. Um, or if you didn't grow, if you like didn't grow up with like siblings or something. Yeah. Cause siblings naturally make you competitive in a good way. Yeah. Um, and cousins too, if you grew up with cousins, yeah. um, or friends, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause it's what, I think one of the things that shocks me when I hear like Tom Brady talk about success or even Kobe, Kobe at the end Correct. of his career when he was like with the talk about success, um, Jordan in the in the documentary, uh, The Last Dance, their focus is like they obviously they've won a lot, but it's not what they resort to when they talk about what made them great. And it's interesting because that's like the the fan argument is all oh, Tom Brady's great seven Super Bowls. And Tom Brady just his focus isn't the seven Super Bowls. His focus is doing the work, competing every day. Competing every day. He's like, I want to earn just, it every day. Yeah. Right? And just that I, I remember <clears throat> when the Patriots went undefeated in the regular season. And they asked Tom Brady because, you know, Tom Brady had this thing about how he loved practice. And they were interviewing him and, and the reporter asked him, like, why does he try so hard in practice? Like, he's Tom Brady. And he was saying that he wants to be able to look at his his offensive line and his receivers, the running back. And when he's demanding more in a game, he wants to be able to look them in the face because he's demanded more of himself. Yeah, he won't have to do anything that he's not doing. Yeah, so it's yeah. just yeah, and it's interesting because it's it, it's not what makes these guys awesome. It's not just the results of what they win or don't win, but it's just the mentality, the mindset to like yeah, no matter what, whether you win or lose. <clears throat> You keep going and you see it even in like the coaches like Bill Belichick. I remember when they beat when the Patriots beat um the Falcons mm. 28 to 3, that you know, mm. probably the best Super Bowl ever. Um although I think the Seattle Super Bowl is a better game. The, like, the 20 to 3 is I think I think it's it's the most iconic the great greatest Super Bowl comeback. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. because it went so long, it goes to overtime. Like, but I think the Seattle one is like one of the best games I've ever seen because it was just, yeah, was like peak. You know the the Legion of Boom, Russell. like Richard Sherman's face, like oh, on the sideline, uh, like you know, like and you you know the Patriots are down ten, and you're like, man, can he come back against that defense? Because that defense was that good, and then he like they were hot, they were hot. He he carved them up. And you're like, dude, right. That's when for I mean for me the the goat debate was over well like after he won the three I was like yeah this guy's gonna be it this guy's it but I think for everyone that Seattle Super Bowl kind of like was like okay like we can we can stop this charade of pay Manning and Montana and all that Breeze and Rogers and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but I remember after that that game after the twenty eight to three game. Bill Belichick goes up there and they, you know, they're asking him. And Belichick says, We're we're behind. 
would be oh yeah, yeah i remember that he's like the other teams are already preparing for next season and because yeah, we had like, to play these games we're already behind it yeah i'm like this <laughs> like, is crazy like this is <laughs> that that gives up the same energy as like jordan saying like yeah and i took that personally you're like what like yeah dang, like you're just like dude you just this super was gonna be remembered forever forever like that's what you have to say like that's but it's just the mindset it's why i always say like we're on to whatever because belichick said that they got like kicked they they, they the, the the chiefs beat them badly in a, in, a, yeah. in a monday night game and everybody was like oh is this it for brady is this it for the yeah Patriots? you're starting another quarterback like, should they, they bench done? brady and, and belichick just fucks up there we're on to cincinnati and it was just like that's what it is we got we got yeah. you know we got beat today <clears throat> we got another game next week let's keep working let's go and i think just that mindset is what sets all these guys apart and yeah i think a hundred percent it's competition. So when I go into the gym now, it's not it's not even anybody, it's me. Like I need to get up in the morning. I need to get I need to be there. I need to get there. Because like I yesterday I showed up and I was like, Oh man, I'm glad I made it. I almost didn't make it, but I'm glad I made it. And it was fine. And today, and it just gets easier the more you just yeah, on it and doing it. And it's the same thing with the with the pod. Like, <clears throat> ah, I should record. Or, ah, like, you know what? No, let, let 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 me do it. Let let me turn out everything on. Let me connect it. Let me go. And you just you just get in this groove, and it's like that with, I think ninety nine percent of yeah life. And I think I think whenever um every single time that I've gone to the gym, there it's funny. There's always an element of like uncertainty where I'm like, oh, should I go? Oh, should I right. Go? Yeah. Whenever I go and I finish my workout, I'm always like, I don't regret doing this. I'm like, this yeah. was a good option. Like the, the endorphins that you're just like, Oh, that was good. That was like, that was great. That was what I needed. Like, and it's always like, yeah, I've never once looked back after them and thought like, Oh dude, that was whack. Like, dude, it's always like, oh, like, you know, that's so on point. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's like zero regret for going there. Zero. Yeah. Like this is that you're never like, ah oh, man, I wish I would have done something else. That's so true. That's yeah, that's, that's true. That's a good feeling. I'm like, damn, I gotta think of that whenever I'm like debating on going or not. I'm like, that's gonna feel good. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I I 100 agree. It's it's good. T- today I I worked on legs, so I'm sure tomorrow I'm gonna have a really hard time walking, but it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> That's how I was with my arms. Dude, oh my gosh. Yesterday I was like, oh my God, this is this is crazy. But then you get over it, you push through. Dude, leg, legs is the worst, man. Legs is like Yeah. Dude, I have memories. I have memories of like being in class before practice, like my last class before practice. Yeah. And we had done legs the day before. And so that entire day, I was like, just, bro, not only, it, bro, it hurts to wipe, like, not even just walking, it hurts to like, anything, to squat, to sit down, mm-hmm. it hurts to sit down. So you got to get to the bay. Like, the action of, like, so, dude, oh, my God. I, I got to get on that, too. I, I've i I've been dude, shown, dude, shown those, the way. Those things. Yeah. Ooh. 
Shout out, shout out to shout out to Aaron because Aaron has a, has a bidet. Aaron, he's like, yeah. dude, he's like, he's like, it's, it's great. And I'm like, and best. I was kind of skeptical. I was like, I don't know, man. Like the dude. older Mexican man in me was like, I don't know how I feel about some like, like, you know. But then I tried it and I was like, that was pretty good. That was like, so. But yeah, dude, yeah, I remember dreading going to practice because I was so sore from the workout right. for legs the day before, and it's like, dude, how am I gonna? And I'm thinking, I'm like. How am I gonna like run and like get in my stance, block somebody? But I, well, I mean, once you get out there, once you stretch a little, warm up, like kind of you know goes away, and then the adrenaline kicks in. But I remember thinking before that, I was like, dude, I have to like push people and like, and then we're gonna run sprints at the end. Then we might lift again, <laughs> like, dude, yeah. And and I miss it now. Like everyone could, they'd be like, "Are oh, you gonna miss this?" And you're like. And at the time, I was like, bro, I'm not going to miss this. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, I miss it for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nothing nothing really replaces that. Yeah. <sighs> what shirt is that? That's giving me, like, throwback Eagles colors. And that's interesting. No, 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 no. Was that the Mexico jersey? Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. All right. I was close. It is an Eagle, you know, but different, different side of the fence. Different side of the fence. Yeah. <laughs> South of the border. This is an ego color. This is La Selección, El Tri. That's, that's, that's what I'm wearing today. Um, so, it's the last week of football, or at least regular season football. Regular season, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad the Niner game doesn't mean as much, at least for the Niners. I just, I yeah. just, health, that's all I want, just health, like, I think they're gonna play half the game, dude. Nobody get hurt. I I personally wouldn't play. McCaffrey isn't playing, which is good, but I would sit Trent Williams. I'd be like, dude, bubble wrap, bro. Like, really? Yeah, because he's older. I understand. Like, I understand Brock Purdy. You don't want to sit him for two weeks. I get that. I understand. Like Debo, y'all though, Debo, because Debo's like a. He's like a uh, like a momentum player. So if you sit him two weeks, like he might be rusty. But yeah, he gets cold. Yeah. But Trent, he's I mean he's thirty five. I mean he's like he he's older. So yeah. he him two weeks, especially because he had like a minor groin issue with versus the Ravens. Dude, just just sit out, bro. Just just sit out, and we'll see you. We'll see you in the division around. Um, and then the Rams are, I guess the Rams should care because depending on where they're going to be. Although the Rams are playing so good, I, I don't think they really care who they play because I think they're going to feel fine regardless of who they play. Although it's interesting because as of now, they're slated to play the Lions, which is like poetic. It's so poetic because it's Stafford going back to Detroit. Yeah. Goff against McVeigh. Goff, yeah. And I think that I think I think the 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 Rams could beat them. I would pick the Rams to beat the Lions in a. Like, I believe that much in Sean McVeigh. I like. I hate that I like Sean Sean McVeigh so much, but he's so <laughs> good. He he's like he's amazing. I hate that I like him. Like Pete Carroll, like I can't stand him. Just you know, I, I was. Why? What is it about Pete Carroll? 
Well, he's the coach of the Seahawks. It's his. I know, I know, but like, okay. I think just as like, he's a guy that whenever his team is winning and he's beating your team, like he's just, you know, he's enjoying it too much. Because there's two like detestable things about somebody. Either they're like laughing and enjoying it, and you're just like, dude. Ah, I hate you, bro. Like, what? Like, piss off. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then there's a, there's like the Belichick who acts like, like super stoic no matter what. Yeah. Like, what happened? Like, and you're just like, dude, what do you like? Uh, you want the that, Super Bowl. How do you feel? It's like, yeah. Well, and like, that yeah. rouses you up. It, it's like, it's Blake Griffin for a long time. He was the <laughs> most hated guy in the NBA. But I think it's because he would like dunk on these guys in such a like ridiculous ways. And he would just be like, all right, dude, like inbound the ball. Like, let's keep going. And people would lose, you know, like everyone's losing their mind that he just like dunked and he's just like, he's like let's go. Come on. Like, cool. Yeah. And I think it, it, it just like that kind of like gets you all like riled up because you're like, are you serious? Like, because at least like yell, pump your chest because like, dude, that was sick. And he was just like, yeah. Dang. Okay. All right. All right. So Pete Carroll, he's just like smiling. He's like chomping at, 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 at the gum. And I'm just like, bro, I hope you bite your lip, bro. I just <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Because, okay. Let me ask you about these two individuals then. Because this is, yeah. this is interesting. And maybe you did. I think you did. But mm-hmm. you, I think you liked Kyle Shanahan before he was the coach of the Niners. You, I did. You liked him? I did. Okay. Yeah. Even when he was on opposing teams and he played the Niners? Like when you would could, play against the Niners? Well, yeah, because he's he was a coordinator, so it's different. A coordinator doesn't get that much shine, like that. okay. So okay, but hypothetical. If like Sean McVay was the coach of the Niners, would you be like, like would you feel good about that? Would you like him then? Like, would that change your perspective? And same thing with Pete Carroll. Like, if he was your coach and he was winning if, and he was laying it on, but, big, I, but I like Sean McVay. I really like. I like. I love Sean. Okay. Sean McVay. So you so, actually just yeah. don't like Pete Carroll? Like, if he was the coach of the Niners, you'd be like, oh. No, like... I mean, no, look, look. No, but I, if he was uh, in the coach of the Niners, I would love it. Because, because of this. Jim Harbaugh is that same energy. Jim Harbaugh is this hard like, unlikable dude unless he's your coach. He's and like, I, okay, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, and, they're and like I, the players' coach. Like, they're buddy-buddy with the players. Yeah, but like you, you listen to energy. Jim Harbaugh... His whole, like, who's got it better than us? Like, if you're not, you know, if he's not coaching your team, you hate that. But he coached the Niners, and, you know, that I – so Jim Harbaugh – Jim Harbaugh's my guy forever. So uh, unless he – when he comes back to the NFL, my, it's going to be different, obviously. But, um, yeah, so if Pete Carroll was the Niner coach – You'd be oh, you just you know you just hate to see people happy. Obviously, I'll spin it. Obviously, <laughs> but he's but he's coaching the Seahawks. I think it's I think a lot of it's because he's coaching the Seahawks. Okay, to be honest with you, because if he was coaching the Titans, uh, like the just... Titans, the Cardinals, I I wouldn't I wouldn't really care. Like it would be like all right, whatever. Dang, okay, it's <laughs> it's probably why I like Belichick. Belichick and the you know that. He never affected me in a way that I like had to generate hate, which is Dang. probably why I love Brady so much because I've never had to 
Like I know a lot of, like Raider fans who hate Brady and Belichick. Oh yeah, yeah. But that makes sense. Like you feel like they robbed you of a Super Bowl. Yeah. And so that makes sense. But I never had that. So I don't I okay. I, I never okay. had to grow a hate for those guys. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. All right. Is there is do you hate anybody with sports? Gosh, I feel like you're like as positive as they come. I, I've never heard you like Gardner, like, oh, man, I can't stand this guy or this coach or this team. Um, like you hate the Niners, but because you want to see me suffer. But I, I think if I was in a Niner fan, I don't think you would really. Like, yeah, I don't I don't think there are certain guys that I'm like pretty neutral on and not, neutral, but like I'm just kind of like, ah, like and. Like it's pretty easy for me to think someone's likable, even if they're not on my team. Like for right. example, like I see Mike McDaniel's, and granted the Dolphins are in my division, but I'm like, okay, dang it, I can't help but like Mike McDaniel's and his energy. Like he's so, yeah. he's such a quirky guy. Right, I think that's cool, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but someone like uh, who's the the Cowboys is it, uh, McCarthy, Mike McCarthy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Him, I'm just like, dude, do you like do you? Get excited or like it's kind of like the Blake thing. I'm like I I watched him. Like, I think it was the like the Lions game. I was watching part of the Lions Cowboys game on Saturday. Mm, yeah, and he was just on the sideline. I'm like, dude, do you ever like? What, I don't see any kind of like urgency or you know. And with Belichick, I I like elements of it, and then I tolerate it because it's like, dude, he's winning. Like, so it's like I can't be mad, you know. But then you see him do joke around a little bit, and you're like, ah, there he is. Like, there's Dang, the, that's you know. so you like personality. You're I do. Big, Dude, Dan person. Campbell. Love Dan Campbell. Oh, okay. So Pete like, Carroll bro, to you is like Pete Carroll's heaven. Dude, also USC. Like, yeah. Sean McVay, obviously, big personality. Sean McVay. Even, okay, even your boy Harbaugh. I remember when he was like, when Kaepernick had just won the spot from Smith. Right, now it's Smith. right, right. Harbaugh would do that thing where he was like banging on his pads, like to get yeah. him hyped for the game. Well, he would do that I, with Alex Smith too. Yeah, yeah, that was bro. I, I was like, bro, I, I'll be a ball boy for your team, bro. Like, sign me up, dude. Like, so Kyle Shanahan kind of you're, you're indifferent because Kyle, he's kind of like Belichick, like good coach, yeah. but he's very like he's he's yeah, here, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. here, here. He's yeah, you know, but he hasn't given me a reason to like dislike him, like you know. Yeah. So, you know, I prefer. To root for the guy who's more like Shanahan, Belichick, I prefer that mm. because I think the happy guys. I, I mean, unless you're winning a lot, then because even Andy Reid, Andy Reid has personality, but he's more Belichicky and and. And uh, Shanahan, like he's more serious, and obviously you could tell he has a sense of humor. But yeah, yeah, he's not a, like he's not like you know, gr- like with a you know showing his teeth, smiling during a game. He's also chubby. Chubby guys, we just got humor no matter what. You could be like serious and be a chubby <laughs> guy, and like you know what I mean. I forgot who it was, but I think it was um, who's yeah. that corner? I think he's like from Compton or something, um, or safety. Marcus Peters. Okay. Yeah. I think he called Andy Reid like Big Red during yeah. the interview. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh, yeah, that's my guy. I love Big Red. And I was like, What? I was like, Big Red. And I was like, And then I saw Andy Reid and I was like, 
oh, he's big red. Like that's that's the boy. That's the homie, you know. Um, and yeah. then like they gave him that burger in the box. Like they always like mess with him, and he's fine with it. So, yeah. you know, us Chinese people we're, we're naturally jolly. I feel like you that's know true. what I mean. We so, we have a we have a handle. Our our we we can't we can't wow you with our looks. So we'll we'll just make you laugh. That's true. That's what I do. That's, that's what I was true. saying. I was talking to some coworkers, and they were just talking about like, like people's type and whatnot, and everybody, and they were like. And they're like, oh, but David's like, David's funny, you know? And like talking about me. And I was like, I was like, dude, I have to be funny. I'm not this like 6'2, 200 pound strapping guy. I was like, if I'm not funny, what else do I have, bro? I'm like, right. Well, it's like, I got to have a sense of humor. Also, like growing up, like, like you said, growing up competitive, like you got to be able to take a joke and give a joke. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, that just comes with the territory, you know? That's true. But yeah. Um, yeah, I can't really think of guys that I dislike. I don't know. Yeah, you're just yeah. a happy guy, man. That's yeah, cool. yeah. I respect that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. like that clearly, but I respect that. I'm just all over. I I just have. No, you're 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 like you you know you got your thing. You're I'm a, you're I'm like, a very passionate. You're very passionate. Yeah, opinionated person. So yeah, yeah. It's just. But McVeigh, I, I, I just, I really like the guy. I just, I hate it. I hate that I like him. But he's, you know, yeah, he's really good. I, I, I was telling, I was telling my, I was telling Angel because Angel, Angel's a Rams fan, and I was telling him, I think like six weeks ago, and even on the pod, I think like six, seven weeks ago, I was like, I was on the Rams early, like, hey, these guys are good, man. These guys are good. And I was, you know, it's it's McVeigh. McVeigh is gonna figure it out. He's gonna, he's, he's too good of a coach to, to not put up a fight. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, that's especially against the Niners. Like, whenever it's like, when it's like a, like a divisional game, like it's always a somewhat close game. You know, like I don't think I ever see these like lopsided defeats in your guys' division. Where someone's like, oh yeah, 42 to 7. Or like, it's always like it's rare, yeah. Like 27, 17, maybe, or like, you know, 31, 24. Like what's what's funny about the division is the way it was for a while. This year, these last two years have been different, but the way it was for a little bit, it was the Seahawks had the Niners number. The Niners had the Rams number, the Rams had the, the Seahawks, Seahawks number, and the, well, the Cardinals are the Cardinals, so the Cardinals would like everybody's punching bag. Yeah, and it would like you know surprise surprise us every once in a while, but it was yeah. funny because it's like we couldn't beat the the Niners could we couldn't beat the Seahawks, but the Rams would always beat the Seahawks, and the Seahawks couldn't beat the Rams, but we would always beat the Rams, and you're just like, dude, yeah. like. So it's just it's yeah, just, yeah. It's like everyone's three and like like those three teams are like three and one against <laughs> yeah. each other. Like, like that's the record. Yeah, yeah. So it was, I remember a few years ago, Seattle was like they had like historically the the one of the worst defenses to start the year, and it was like the first five weeks, and they were gonna play us, and you know people were blowing smoke up Jimmy G's butt, and I was like, I don't know, man. 
we never play well against Seattle. They're gonna beat us. Like, and I was saying one. Of, I was saying to to one of my friends, who who was asking me whether he should play Jimmy Garoppolo a fantasy. They're like, right. nah, man. I like, I'm, I'm like, honestly, this you know, Seattle owns us, bro. Like, this is not even a fantasy thing. It's just I know my team. I I see these yeah. guys every week. Like, Seattle may have a terrible defense against everybody else. But you're gonna. But see they come to play. Yeah, either yeah. they come to play against you guys, or you guys like like you guys meet somewhere in the middle. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're gonna. We're gonna see. We're gonna see the Legion of Boom on uh, on on Sunday. And he's like, no way. I'm like, all right, bro. And sure, that Seattle just like beat the hell out of us. I think Garoppolo had two, three picks. And I texted my friend during the game. And I was like, I, dude, I told you, bro. Like. I told you, man. And it just would have, and then Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson owned us for so long. I hate, I hate Russell Wilson. I hate oh, yeah. Okay. This is the one. Yeah, yeah. Just, but you, okay. You've hated him for a while, though. Like, it, like, it goes yeah. back. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. we were that one for the July, we were at Renee's house and I brought up Russell Wilson. I, I think I brought up like small quarterbacks or something. Right. Right. And you were like, oh, but look at Russell Wilson's going to get hurt. Blah, blah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I get, I get the, the realistic aspect of not being into small mobile quarterbacks because they can get hurt and whatnot. They have to like, they always have to resort to like um, improvising, like just spontaneity. Yeah. Um, and you're like a, you're like a pocket guy. You're like a pocket passing. Yeah. 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 You know, but, but that, that over time, cause even Russell Wilson, he was really good for a while, but as soon as that burst and that like athleticism left, Look at yeah. Russell Wilson now. Like it's just you're just like, dude, like you're a show of the guy we used to know. Yeah. And I think that's it's it's like the longevity thing. It's you know, Lamar's good, but I would much rather have a, you know, I'd rather have Mahomes. Well, maybe Mahomes is not the good. Even Mahomes isn't a good example, dude, because he's so, like, I, he... No, but Mahomes runs because he has to, not because he wants to. Because he'll extend, 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 extend. Yeah, yeah. And then if he absolutely has to run, he'll run. Like, I'll ha- I'd rather have Burrow than, than Lamar Jackson over the longevity of their career because it's just, I think, you know, just the odds. Yeah. But Lamar's probably, you know, he's going to probably win MVP this year. And everyone who listens is like, well, you know, he has two MVPs. And it's like okay, but sure. Oh, oh, should we get into that right now? I'm feeling a vibe. I'm feeling a vibe. yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> so okay, okay. Let's. I don't think he should win MVP, but he is. I, neither do I. He wouldn't be my top choice. Um. Uh, let's let's go back three or four weeks specifically. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you this, like, man to man, you're a Niners fan. <laughs> I think you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Was Brock Purdy the MVP in your eyes back a few weeks? Yes. I knew it, bro. He w- no, 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 no. But look, 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 look. Because I think this is, this is the thing that's crazy about how everybody talks about, um, Purdy. 
I think the reason why Purdy gets dinged so much in these conversations is because everyone still brings up his Mr. Relevant. Because if Brock Purdy was a third round pick. Yeah, or you know, you know, when the first three picks, the first three rounds, it'd be like, oh man, like you know, this is you know, this guy's really good. The Niners, they found their guy. But because it's the last pick, and he looks the way he looks, it's why I think you get the the conversation. Because if C.J. Stroud was on the Niners, nobody would have any problem with saying he's the MVP because CJ Stroud was thrown out there as an MVP guy a few weeks ago. Like, wh- you know, like right. Six, seven weeks ago. Pan. Yeah, yeah. Cause it was like, Oh, CJ Stroud. And Damn, you, that's, that's apples and oranges though. That's no, nah. it's not. No, 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 it's not. Because, because what makes CJ Stroud different than Brock Purdy? Now you want, if you want to say he had the weapons and all that, that's not that has to play into it. That has to play into it. I disagree. They because... were they were mentioning CJ as MVP because the Texans suck and he's the guy. I know, but if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're going to kind of penalize the guys for being on teams that build correctly, I think that's crazy. That's it, it's the whole conversation around Mahomes right now is Man, the Chiefs need to do need to bring help for him. The Chiefs need to like go get him some. Respect. No, but see, no, but but you and I know better than that. We don't buy into that. We're not that crowd, Jeremy, because we know, know. we've seen Brady do it for years. I understand. Yeah, but if you look at the numbers historically, the numbers that Brock Purdy's putting up are right. If if his name was not Brock Purdy, if this was Patrick Mahomes putting up these numbers, this wouldn't even be a conversation. It wouldn't be. He's second in, in yards. He's second in touchdowns. He's first in QBR. His team Did you is- give MVP to like the fifth best guy on his team? Yeah. Really? If you switch out Brock Purdy for another quarterback, the Niners are not the number one seed right now. I don't know. Oh, you are doing. You think the Niners are this same team with Jimmy Garoppolo? You're crazy. No way. Oh, not the same team, but they're still competitive and they're still winning. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, because no, you're no. you're no. pointing Jimmy G but, to the Super Bowl. We, but the standard, the standard, the standard, play out. The standard is not good. The standard is the number one seed in the NFC. That's the standard. And whether you like Purdy or not, he's been. Good enough to get this team to the number one seed. Good with, enough. With with mm. Jimmy Garoppolo. With Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers were winning in spite of him. At no point in the break in, in, in any time did any 49er fan feel good when it was Jimmy Garoppolo who had to make a play for us. <sighs> and now you see Purdy do things. That it's it's just incredible. 
and the and the, the but I think because he's he looked bad versus the Ravens on probably the most you know the biggest game of the year. I think I mean, he's bad is bad. Bad is bad, bro. He's he's being dinged for that. He has one bad game and he's being dinged for that. And I think that's that's it's a really bad one though. It's not like he threw like one pick and they lost the close yeah, one. But, okay, destroyed. but Brady Brady's had really bad games on national TV. I we just mentioned one against the, the oh, Chiefs yeah, yeah. Monday night. It happens. Yeah. So I, I would have given it to Purdy just because of the historical sense. Oh, you're crazy. I hate that MVP gets they they try to always give it to QBs, bro. In my opinion, it's CMC or Tyreek. Those guys are like the, the fact that you answered. You look. You, you're telling me you would give the MVP to the guy who isn't the best player on his team. I'm like, okay, but CMC is not the best player on the Niners either. Right, but he's better than Brock Purdy. Okay, but he's not the best player. If your whole okay, argument, so who, is, asked, who is the best player on the Niners? I would say it's CMC. I think it's honestly, I think it's Fred Warner. There you go, For, bro. Why can't MVP be a defensive thing? I hot take. I think Aaron Donald should have been league MVP a few years ago when he got defense for the year. That guy should have been. I agree. Yeah. So the fact that it's they're like I don't in my opinion I don't think any quarterback this year is deserving of MVP. I agree with that. But. Yeah. The reason why I would say yes to Purdy is because if you're because look, Lamar's gonna get in. Lamar's basically having a very basic Lamar Jackson season. Right, but Lamar's playing well, like you said. Lamar Lamar's winning the MVP. In spite of his team. In spite of his team. Come on. L- Lamar's winning. Lamar's Who does he have that's like super hot? Does Lamar's, he have a Devo? Does he have a CMC? Lamar's going to win the MVP because he's had the two loudest, the two loudest wins in the last two weeks. That's why he's winning the MVP. He's winning the MVP because of that. Because. I mean, it shouldn't matter who you beat and the way you beat them, right? This isn't college football. What do you what do you mean? What are we talking about? What does that mean? If it matters who you win, then Brock Purdy has had more impressive wins than Lamar. He beat the Cowboys, he beat the Jaguars when the Jaguars were everyone was still like, Oh man, Jaguars are really good. The Niners were coming off the three game losing streak. Right, and I, was so like, I don't cool. know. Not just beat Cowboys, not just beat him. Okay, boom. Eagles. They beat the Eagles. Eagles, there you go. You're building up my pyramid for me. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Who else they beat? And so th- those three wins are better than whatever other wins Lamar Jackson has. Right, but then Lamar's up here because he meets the Niners, so he negates all those wins. <laughs> Debate over. You can't tell me that Purdy's been up because uh... he beat all those guys and then Lamar head-to-head beats him in insane fashion. The reason why we talk about Terrence Crawford being as great as he is is he beat Spartans the way he did. Yeah, but that's not Winning the- and how you win has to matter and has to play into it. I don't, I don't think so. Not, not in, not in the NFL. Are you, are you serious? The Eagles are stumbling into the playoffs, but we're not like you know what? Maybe the Eagles should get the number seven seed because they haven't looked good. It's like, well, you know, that's the record. The record is the record. 
the Lions are a fraudulent team at number two or three. And it's like, well, you know, they, they've won the games they, they, they did, so it is what it is. The Bills. I'm not. I'm not. I'm they, not debating. I'm not debating your takes on those teams. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna put the Niners up, head and shoulders above those guys, you have to put Lamar head and shoulders above the Niners, and that's because of Lamar. I think you have to put the Ravens above the Niners. I agree with that. And who's the guy dragging the, the Ravens up there with him? Who, who else does he have? Who's what kind of weapons does Lamar have? Who else is doing it? Jose Flowers is playing really good. OBJ is playing really good. That offensive line oh, OBJ, is pretty yeah. good. The great OBJ. Yes, please. Are you kidding me? What are you... I'm not saying he's like prime OBJ, but he's making plays. He's he's at least Rams OBJ. And Rams OBJ was on... It was solid. It was solid. He was about to... I think he's not he a would, Cooper Cup. Had... not a Cooper Cup. Uh, not a Debo, not a CMC. I, th- I think if he stays healthy, you make you. I could make the argument that he probably has like... Super Bowl MVP type performance because they the Bengals couldn't couldn't keep up with OBJ in that Super Bowl. Anyway, they have a, a good defense. What are you talking? What are you talking? You're acting like this is like the Texans here. What What are you talking about? the The Ravens have a good team. That's a good team. You don't get to the number one seed if you you have nothing but like chumps on on that team. So okay, so good defense and offense. It's Lamar. I mean, you got to say on offense, it's Lamar. You think that you think the Ravens will be playing well? If, okay, you put Purdy on the Ravens. Is Purdy MVP over there? Does he get things done? Does he elevate the guys on that offense? Dude, come on, man. Yeah, I think so. I don't You're think he's putting up. I don't You're think he's. I don't think he's putting up the numbers he's putting up in San Francisco. But I think, I don't think the Rave. I don't think the Ravens are not a playoff team with Brock Purdy. And I think that's the, that's where I think like this conversation about Purdy is so wrong because. He is a good quarterback. He That's debatable. Good... I don't think we know yet whether he's a good quarterback. Or not. I I think we know, man. No, 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 no. Because yeah. okay, Colin Kaepernick with that loaded Niners team was a good quarterback. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was no, dynamic he as hell. No, yes, he, he was. Wasn't. You're no. You're saying this having seen what happens after. No, no, no. We no, don't no, know. No. What's go- no, no, no. We no. don't know what's going to happen. You're with talking to the after. guy. You're talking to the guy. The 49er fan who said, if we had Alex Smith, we would have beat the Ravens. That's I don't even know if you guys talking get to. to the Super Bowl with Alex Smith. He was the starter that whole year. Mm. But, but what are you talking about? Yeah. Dude, no. So Kaepernick to me, look, and you, you know, you can ask Adrian. I've, I was never a Kaepernick guy. Oh, I know. But that's because you don't like running QBs. No, 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 I, but I Kaepernick himself would do things that you're just like, it would were frustrating. They were frustrating as a quarterback. That I knew this isn't sustainable. So it just because you're on a loaded team does not mean you're gonna you're gonna do anything. It does not mean that. Mm, I don't know, man. And I think Brock Purdy 
is I don't even know who he is yet. I I don't think I we haven't seen what adversity have we seen him in? So what what, what so what needs to happen? Okay, I honestly I wouldn't okay. He needs to like Debo needs to retire, Ayuk needs to go somewhere I, else. I, I think Trump I, William okay, needs to I leave, think, CMC needs to go. If we see if we were to see yeah, exactly. Not that they need to go, but if we were to see a stretch, <laughs> okay. I think this is funny. I don't think it's funny. But like, for example, the arguments for Brady, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you hear guys say this, oh, man, he could have went without Gronk, could have went without Adam. He's, he, he fulfilled those needs. He's won Super Bowls without each of those guys. And some guys some guys are even pointing out, oh, he never had a season throwing 30 TDs without Randy Moss. It's like, well, he won seven Super Bowls without Randy Moss. So if, if this season I would have seen a stretch where, like, Debo was gone, like injured for a majority of the season, or one of the other guys, and and he was having this kind of year. I'd be like, dang, like this dude, things things might be chipping away a little bit, but he's still making it happen. I just haven't seen that yet. I think you're just, I think you're this, you're moving the goalposts, man. Because this isn't the conversation that was had for Patrick Mahomes when he was in a, in a really good Chiefs team. And he got to all those AFC championship games in a row. You weren't like, well, you know, I kind of want to see it before without Kelsey. I kind of want to see it without Hill. With Lamar Jackson, the same thing. We have seen him without Hill, haven't we? I mean, yeah, but he he was, but nobody was like, I don't know. I kind of want to see it without Hill. He was also, I mean, also, you're talking about a guy that was shattering NFL records. At the same time, <laughs> you're like, well, the is... guy in the top 10 in all the statistical um records that, that matter for quarterbacks, where historically all the dudes that have put up similar numbers to him have won the MVP. But at no point, at no point did we ever do this with, with any quarterback. The only other quarterback that people did this with is Tom Brady. Because it's like, well, you know, he wins Super Bowls, but he always needs a kicker to bail him out. Remember that? Remember? Well, Adam Vinatieri really is the one who won those Super Bowls. And for the longest time, a lot of people didn't believe that he was, he was worthy of that. Yeah. Yeah. And and th- those are, and th- I think those crazy. are perfect. Those are perfectly oh, just. Come on. Um, okay. Dude. Do you think we'd be calling you would have been calling Tom Brady the GOAT if after those first two Super Bowls, if he just didn't play well? The reason why we saw why we think of Brady the way we do now is because after those three, he he was the guy that we thought he was. Well, I don't know that about Purdy. After those three Super Bowls, because in 2000, I was convinced. I was convinced. That's you, though. I'm talking about the general public. That's you. Well, I mean, you're talking to me, though. You're not talking I know, to the general you're talking, public. You didn't have you didn't have some some skepticism, but like like dang, like what if Brady doesn't play well without Willie McGinnis, Teddy Bruschi? That's a possibility. I think that's a valid concern to have. That makes sense. Yeah, but you can have and the you... fact and the fact that he did play well enough after those guys were gone is a testament to his greatness, and it solidifies him. Yes, but I saw Tom Brady against. The greatest show on turf when the game is like under two minutes in the fourth quarter 
and John Madden, and you can go view this on YouTube. I've seen it. Yeah, he tells them they shouldn't go for the win. And John Madden is like, yeah. what go the hell are these guys doing? Like, why are they? And Brady just methodically drives them yeah. down. And after that, I was like, bro, this guy, you can get all the stops you want. You can you can have Brewski and whoever else you want, Ty Law, and all those guys are really good, and it obviously it helps. Obviously. But if you get the if you if your defense gives you the ball and they give it to whoever and that guy can't deliver, Bruski and McGinnis and Tylaw, all these guys were just good dudes that never won anything. And I think and it's and I'm telling you from the standpoint of Jimmy Garoppolo was on a loaded 49er team in 2019 when they when we made the Super Bowl. Made the Super Bowl, yeah. You made the Super Bowl, but in that Super Bowl, we lost it. Because Jimmy Garoppolo could not make the plays that needed to be made. He couldn't make the throws that needed to be made. And you hear the and you you hear the Chiefs over and over again when they talk about that Super Bowl, it's like, well, our goal was to get to make Jimmy Garoppolo beat us. Over and over and over again. And so I think you I, I think to to kind of say, oh well, Birdie, he's on a loaded team. We kind of don't know, and maybe you know, I I'm a 49 fan, so maybe I'm the wrong person to ask. But I've seen this. I, I've seen quarterbacks come and and put up good numbers. C.J. Beathard looked good for a few games with the Niners. Um, Nick Mullins looked he looked good on a Thursday night versus the Raiders with the Niners, and I've seen it. I've seen it, but. I have not seen a guy like Brock Purdy in this offense. And it's why when you hear the 49er players talk about Purdy, it's different than the way they talk about. Oh, don't he with the, oh, that's my quarterback. No, 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 no. It it matters. No, no, no. Of course it it matters. No, it does matter. No, no, no. It matters. I said, of course it matters. What do you mean? No, no, no. No, no. Yeah. But it matters because when they talk about, when they would talk about, Garoppolo, they would talk about a guy that was their their guy. He's their friend, and you could just tell that there was like, yeah, I mean Jimmy could be better, and yeah, I mean he's, but it's like, man, Jimmy's so awesome, dude. Like that guy, and with Purdy, it's not even like it's like, no, 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 he's that's because Purdy's a better quarterback than Jimmy. I'm not denying that. I'm just, I'm just saying I don't think Purdy's the MVP. I just think it's it's. I think the goalpost has moved then. Mm. And I think it's, a, yeah, because if, if you go look at the numbers, it's a different conversation. It's a, you're, we, we don't have this. It is, it wouldn't be ridiculous to say Brock Purdy is my MVP vote. If I tell you, you know, you know, Mahomes was second in, in the league with passing yards when he threw, Look, I, I saw this stat. I was like, I'm gonna share this. Oh, here we go. I'm gonna share this with David because so Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is second in, in the league with in passing yards. Who's first? Tua. Tua. And then third is Jared Goff, Dap Prescott, and uh Patrick Mahomes. That's the that's the top five. And Brock Purdy pass attempts. Is four hundred and forty-four passing attempts. 
You get Tua with 533, Goff with 573, Prescott with 554, Mahomes with 597. So Brock Purdy has less, less passing attempts and has more yards. And before anybody says, well, he's a check down merchant, his numbers for how far the ball travels is one of the, the, the league leaders in football. He has less yard. Like I think when when Rogers won the MVP, the the percentage of his yardage that came from Yak was fifty four percent. For Mahomes, it's fifty two percent. For Brock Purdy, it's forty nine percent. So I I just think when the, it's cool, it's fine. I I get the Lamar Jackson MVP stuff. I get it. He, I'm not even talking about Lamar. No, no, I, but I'm saying, like, I get the CMC. I get it. I understand it. I get, like, why you would have other dudes than Purdy. I'm not saying Purdy is a unanimous, but I think the idea that every anyone is like, oh, Brock Purdy, come on. It's like, are you, uh, what, what are we doing? Is he, like, does he, like, does he have to put, put up, like, double that? Because he's penalized for being a good team unlike any other guy ever. You got. I mean, Jalen Hurts is on a really loaded team, and he's having a terrible season. I I just think it's crazy. I just I just think it's crazy to penalize him for putting numbers for putting up numbers on a good team and doing things that are very different than any other quarterback that's been there. Throwing the ball in ways that are just like crazy. Danger. So, You're tripping. You're crazy. You said no, look, the question was a few weeks ago. So a few weeks ago, he hadn't played the Ravens yet. Right? So a few weeks ago, yeah, I think Rob Purdy was would have been my MVP. Dang. Now, no. Although, yes, I, honestly, now, yeah, I would still give it to Purdy. See, there, there it is. That's I'd, I'd that's how you're being irrational. That's right there. Yeah. They, <laughs> Purdy's got Purdy's got them hoods deep in you, bro. Dang. I just think if you're gonna, I bet you wanted to kill Cam Newton a few weeks ago, huh? Nah, look, Cam Newton is a dude that had one good season. No, not just and one it was a fluke. He was his, it was a fluke, bro. Go look at his numbers. He never put anything remotely close to that MVP season. That's fine. Cut, cut. I, I did, I did, I don't, I'm so used to this Purdy stuff that it doesn't even affect it. Just it's like, whatever, dude. It's funny. It's okay, cool. But you don't think it's justified until until no because that just tells me you're you're not watching the games. What? Yeah, yeah. For for you to say it's it's like you know like if someone when people were would say like wow it's because Tom Brady gets carried by Belichick I'm like yeah well yeah it just tells me you don't you're not watching the games, you're not watching day to day you're not you're not watching this guy make play after play after play, which is fine. I 
so when people the the Brock Purdy stuff just it's one of those like telling points of well you clearly haven't seen you're not watching you're kind of just regurgitating what Shannon Sharp and Cam Newton and all these guys are saying so I mean it's not like those guys know football too right I mean it's not like they're you know well it's it's not like they're right so I don't I don't I I just I just think it's it's a tell, you know. I I told you this during the NBA Finals where people were like, "Man, Jokic is really good." You're just like, "Yeah, I'm glad you finally are watching, and you get paid to talk about sports, so you kind of just started watching." Cool. So I I just think it's it's a tell, you know. You you the the dudes on TV that that say these things, you're telling on yourself. You're not watching. The games you're not you're watching highlights you're not watching the games so which is fine it's it's cool man if if there's a big if mm-hmm. big yeah. if yeah yeah if in a few years Brock Brady don't turn out to be that guy I'm gonna pull up this pod and be like dude you were tripping you were gonna that's give fine this back. I, that's fine yeah. I don't think I'm not saying Brock Purdy is gonna be Hall of Fame I'm not saying he's the next anything we're talking about 2023 2024 season. And not the best player on his season. team. And you're going to give him MVP. I never said he was the best player on the team. Shouldn't you at least at least be the best player on the team if you're going to get MVP of the league? I don't know. You don't think, you don't think that needs to be a prerequisite? To be the best player on your team? Yes, in order to be the best player in the league, you have to at least be the best player on your team if you're in the consideration. Well, I don't think that's what the MVP is. Here we go. If if the MVP was the best player in the league, Brady should have won it 16 straight years. He didn't win it 16 straight years. That's not that's not No, there were guys, there were guys that were there were there were there were times that Brady should have gotten it over other guys, but I mean Aaron Rodgers is very well deserving of some of the MVPs he got. Like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers was never better than Tom Brady, but he was at least the best player on his team to be in that race. And if he puts some good numbers, it's like, oh man, like it's a good quarterback, man. <laughs> when Lamar Jackson won the MVP, he wasn't the best player in the league. He was the most valuable. I just, I just don't think that the award is not who's the best player in the league. Mm. It's just it, that's not the award. I mean, but even using that logic, I would say you could easily say CJ Stroud is more valuable to the Texans than prettiest to the Niners. And same with Lamar with the Ravens. Or yeah. CMC or Debo. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, yeah, but that doesn't negate what Brock Purdy's doing. The Texans are not a good. No, team what he's doing is what he's doing. But I'm saying, as far as considering him in, in the MVP race, I'm just like, because mm. even a few weeks ago, before the bad game, I was like, yeah. I wouldn't give Purdy the MVP. You would have given it to CMC a few weeks ago? Probably CMC or Tyreek. And I would still feel the same way. Yeah, which I mean, which is fair. It's fine. I, I get it. 
I just it just affects that those guys aren't even like I mean obviously some people are giving putting them in the conversation, but right. the fact that they weren't like front runners for the fact that CMC isn't a front runner over Purdy, I'm like, dude, that's insane. I'm like I think what the pro I think the problem is they need to create a different award. They got to make a QB award. They got to make just yeah. Like, they got to make a QB award. Because MVP, the fact that some defensive guys haven't gotten MVP, I'm just like, dang, dude. Like, yeah, I, you well, can I think... even argue this year. You can even argue that this year, like, not a not one player is really having like a all out every single game like great season. Like every, even because even with CMC and like Tyree, like the Dolphins have had like some rough games at the Niners, obviously. So it's like Lamar's lost, you know, so it's like not a, not everyone is like a clear cut winner, you know? So when that happens, I'm just like, man, like you know. I think the MVP for the Niners, to be honest with you, it's Trent Williams. Not even CMC, it's Trent Williams. Oh, that's why I mean that's why I said Purdy's like like, like he's fifth in that totem pole, bro. Like Debo, CMC, Trent Williams, Fred Warner, Proc Purdy, like all those guys. I'm like, dude, those guys are all super valuable. Mm-hmm. You know, that but defense the, without Fred Warner, like that's the captain of the defense, man. But the Niners without Purdy are not number one seed. So I think that's yeah, but they still compete. They they're they're still like they're still like dogs, man. You know. Yes, but they drop a level. Oh, anybody would would without their starting quarterback, man. Come on. I know, but that, I think that's that's the case because even though it's a team full of superstars. And a, a lot of great players, you still need. Like if Bra- if Bra- if this was Jimmy Garoppolo was never in the MVP conversation because everybody knew this guy's just. Bro, you stop talking about Jimmy G. No, one's talking no, about Jimmy you, G, no, we have to because Jimmy Garoppolo was okay, in a similar you think, spot. You think, if the, you think if the Niners in that NFC Championship game last year, yeah, mm-hmm. if Fred Warner gets hurt, you think they still win that game? If Fred Warner was hurt and Purdy doesn't get hurt, yeah, I think they still have a legitimate chance. Yes, and I think they still had a chance without Purdy, but I mean, no. quarterback it hurts. So it comes down level. Come on, what are you talking about? Yeah, what do you? Did you watch that game? What are you talking about? <laughs> as soon as Purdy went out and and we knew he wasn't coming back, that's all. That's all you guys. That's all. That's all. Then like, oh no, nah, so man, nah. yeah, come on. Yeah, bro. There is no way. There is no Dude, way. That yo, you know, that was that was the voodoo I put on him. As soon as as soon as Purdy got hurt, and I was like, I was over here working my magic, and I was like, they're gonna lose. That's it. That's it. That's all it is. <laughs> well, I mean that that wasn't much voodoo. That's that's pretty. That's, that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> the guy goes out, and it is what it is. You had no court, real quarterback. <sighs> But I mean, it's it's an interesting one because yeah, this year there isn't that clear cut guy that you're like, no, this guy's it, or two guys, you know, that you know, some Lamar's getting it, 
by default because it's a QB award. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get if it's not pretty, it would be CMC for me. I just think historically the guy who puts up numbers like Purdy historically has won the MVP. And I think it's why I think I it's why this conversation is is so like frustrating to me because it's like dude like it's one thing if he was not putting up the numbers he's putting up it'd be one thing cuz then it's like yeah like he he shouldn't win MVP but you look historically of everyone who's put comparable numbers and you're like well they've all won it then he should win it too by that logic but then it's like no not enough and you're like what like okay then then what is that is the criteria different for him and maybe it is. Maybe Purdy needs to do it next year too. That, and maybe if he does it next year, and it's I don't okay. see. I don't think that's a stretch to ask. It's like if I want to see if this guy's legit, I'm like, he needs to be like. I I understand that. I yeah. I and I felt that way coming into this season when it was like, oh, franchise quarterback. I'm like, I don't know. Can I see it? A full season, and we saw it a full season, and a full season of Brock Purdy is is pretty good top level top he's putting up really really good stats and so as much as we want to say Brock Purdy's being carried I think he's doing a lot of the carrying too and I think that's the difference the difference between this year and different years is in different in the past when the Niners would lose it wasn't because of Brady it wasn't because of the quarterback it was like, well, you know, these things happen, kind of. And when they would win, it was like, oh, you know, this guy, this guy made a play. And now it's Brock Purdy made this play and Brock Purdy made that play. And yeah, this other guy made this play too. And I think it's it's a more even balanced attack um, this time around. And it's why, to me, it's different. That's why it's different to me because it's not just, Shanahan calling a game to protect the quarterback. It's Shanahan kind of opening up the book for Purdy because he like believes that he can make a play. So I, I just it's different, and it, and I'm probably too close. I'm pro I'm pro I I'm too close. So it, I I I'm willing to admit my blind spot, and it's fine. But I I, I just. If we're gonna look at numbers and we're and you know and we're gonna look at stats and you're gonna tell me this guy is not deserving of it because of he has a good roster, I just I that to me isn't good enough. That's not a good enough reason not to give it to him, or because he's not the best player on the team. That's not a good enough reason to give it to him. It just isn't. So I I just I just think it's it's pretty 
it, it's a conversation that I'm realizing that the 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 post gets moved for Brock Purdy, and so very similar to that Brady early Brady stuff, which is if that's the omen. If if you know we got our Tom Brady six round pick, and we're about to go on a run of twenty years. I'm down. You need, a, down. You, need a, you need to chill out. You need to stop. <laughs> You're gonna get yourself too excited, bro. <laughs> no, I did that last part just to, just to piss you off. <laughs> uh, as soon as you said Brady, I was like, this man better not say you said 20 years. I was like, I'm out. I was like, no, like <laughs> Oh man. Um I think the best game this weekend though it's the Bills and and, and the Dolphins. Cause the Bills find themselves in a weird spot because if they lose if they lose then they need um So what else to lose? Yeah, they need Pittsburgh who's playing the Ravens and the Ravens are probably gonna sit everybody because the Ravens clinched everything. They need them to lose. They need Jacksonville to lose. And Jacksonville's playing at the Titans, which I don't see them losing. Um, or Houston and, and the and the Colts to tie. So they need a bunch. So the Bills are either going to be the number two seed, which is wild to think, or they're not going to be in the playoffs. It's just that cut and dry. So I think that's probably going to be Dang. the most important game. That's of, intense. Of Sunday. Um, which is how just happens to be the Sunday night game. Um, and obviously the the division, the AFC South is still up for grabs. And so the Texans, for example, they need to win. And they need Jacksonville to lose to win the division. Now they can get into playoffs. And they have to win or tie, I guess. But they have to win, and Jacksonville has to lose, and Pittsburgh has to lose. And then they get in the playoffs if they lose versus the Colts. The Colts, to clinch the division, have to beat, have to win, and they need Jacksonville to lose. And then, or, you know, they tie, then Jacksonville, Jacksonville loses, they win a the division. They clinch the playoff if they win. And Pittsburgh loses, then they're in. Pittsburgh is in if they win and Buffalo loses, they're in. And they're playing at Baltimore. Pittsburgh also, another scenario is they win and Jacksonville loses, they're in. Or they win and Houston and and the Colts tie, then they're in. If Pittsburgh ties... And Jacksonville lose and Houston and the Colts tie, then they're in. So it's just all these like dumb scenarios. Um, and then what other one is fun? AFC East, because that division is still technically up for grabs. But the Cowboys are at Washington, and the Cowboys are not that good on the road, which is like a little thing. But you know, Washington isn't really playing for anything. Um, and Washington, because of the 
the draft order, if they lose, they are locked into the number three seed. And that bumps the Patriots down to number four. So Washington really has no incentive to win. The Cowboys, if they win, they win the division. Um, and and that's pretty as straightforward as it gets. The Bucks for the AFC for the terrible NFC South. If they win, they win the, they they go into the division. Uh, but they can get into the playoffs if they if they tie, and if Seattle loses and Green Bay loses, then they're in. So the Bucks, if they win, they're in, and it's and it's over. The Falcons, uh, they need to win, and they need to hope that the the Buccaneers lose versus the Panthers. Um, and New Orleans is a similar spot. They have to win, and Tampa Bay has to lose. The Eagles need a lot of – they need help from the commanders to clinch the division. They need to win, and they need Dallas to lose, and then they get the division. Um, the Eagles are bad, huh? Like, who who would have thought they would have been – Shout out to your, to your homies, the Eagles. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cry, Eagles, cry. That's crazy, bro. That that's a thing though, isn't that like the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl like slump thing? It is. Like if you, yeah, like yeah, if yeah. you do the Super Bowl, the it season is. after you're kind of like, eh. like I remember the Steelers when they lost to the Packers. I was thinking like, man, this game's gonna be good. Like Rashard Mendenhall and all these guys, and you know, and I was, and then I thought I thought they were gonna go back to the Super Bowl, and then nope, you know. yeah. Which real quick, real, little question right here, because mm-hmm. I heard you talk about this guy, and it, it's kind of like Marvin Lewis two point if you were the the owner or whoever's in charge of Steelers, you fire Mike Tomlin after the season. Like, what? When is enough enough? You know what I mean? Um, because it's like they're winning seasons, but nothing is coming of them. Like, there's no, you know. I would because Mike Tomlin, at this point, they. I, it's funny because it's like, oh, he did it again, five hundred. Yeah, I saw another post. With, oh, seventy or however many it is. This many winning seasons, and I'm like, and you're just like, like, so that just means you're average. So we're celebrating someone being a mediocre coach. Is that like that's that's what it is? It's a yeah. celebration <laughs> of of medi- mediocrity. Mediocrity, yeah, and. It's it's such it's tough because I think a lot of it is the race stuff that has like infiltrated sports. That if Mike Tomlin gets fired on you know whether it's Stephen A or one of these guys would do the yeah, yeah. if he was a white quarterback if he was a white coach and you're just like okay and I think that's what makes this conversation. For the, the owners, for the owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The run, the running joke that I I heard when like Marvin Lewis was with the Bengals, and yeah, for the longest time he was just kind of there too, like just kind of. Yeah, know. he would make the playoffs and never win a. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 little like fake conspiracy was like, dude, he must have some dirt on the GM or the owners <laughs> to keep that job, bro. Because it's like, that's so I'm thinking, like, dude, what if Tomlin has like some like. He's got some. He's got some stuff under the rug for like. I'm like. Oh, I mean, know. maybe. It's like. Oh. Yeah, because I think a lot of it is just perception. Because then look at. Do you think maybe they're scared? Like, do you think they're maybe scared too? Like, what if they fire him, and then 
the Steelers just go completely like, like, you know. But the Steelers are one of the premier franchises. I mean, anyone's gonna want to take that job. Yeah. Like, I just think it's it's perception, you know, like he wins enough to not suck. So it's like he wins he, enough to be like likable. He's like, Ding, yeah, like. and then and everyone loves his like press conferences because he's like the keep it real guy, which is yeah. another <laughs> which is which is another thing I, I just hate that shtick of <laughs> I just keep it real and you're like <laughs> Like, how about they, you keep real with them game plans and win some more games? Well, it's know? like, like well, yeah. typically the guys that have to tell you they keep it real are the dudes that don't like, keep it real. That aren't keep, keep it real. real. <laughs> um, so it's just I just think like, well, I mean, what's the goal? Is the goal to just win eight games and play the last <laughs> week and hopefully you get in the playoffs and get bounced? Like, yeah. So I would fire him, but I'm also like on the very short list of people that have been calling out Mike Tomlin and Greg Popovich and these dudes that like were at one time good coaches. But it's like, are we sure though? Or like, are we sure you're a good coach now? Because well, like, Pop, Pop won a bunch of rings, didn't he? No, no, yeah, yeah. At one yeah. time, but I'm saying like now, like you, you see the way right, right, right. run now, and you're like, man, are we sure? Like, or like, like you were great. But maybe you're yeah. old, like, and I think it's a diff. It's different with Ray, with Belichick because Belichick, it's like I think you're too old to be a general manager. I think you're too old to like do the player personnel stuff. But God, you're an amazing coach. I've loved watching the Patriots the last few weeks because you could just tell the fire of Belichick as a coach yeah. is still there. And so I hope he stays with the Pats because I just I love seeing legends stay one spot. I love it. Like I hate that yeah. there is an entire I hate I love Brady, but I hate the idea that he won a seventh Super Bowl not in New England. I hate that that exists. I hate that Tampa Bay Brady exists. Cause he's a legend. You know, like Tom Brady is gonna be a, a he's a patriot forever. No, yeah, 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 yeah. And I just hate that, like, the Patriots weren't like, nah, dude, you're not wearing another uniform. Like, no way. See, that that's on them, though. And at that point, Brady. No, no, I agree. I'm not, I'm not blaming. I'm, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm, I'm saying, like, I, I like that it exists because it, because of the way things are playing out now, it does solidify Brady as the, the thing that made it, made them go. Yeah. I mean, unless Belichick comes back next season and, like, we're like, you know what? They're improving. Like, you know, if we don't, if we don't see that from Belichick, if they give him another year, or however long he has, I don't know what his contract is. But if he, if he turns it around, then it's like, well, I don't know. I mean, the you're, last... you're kind of making the conversation interesting. Well, but... the last seven weeks, he's like the Patriots team is a terrible team, but yeah. they're just like in these games. They haven't gotten blown out. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like that's the that kind of stuff gets. Just he, you know, if he ends up somewhere else, I just it's just gonna suck. It's just gonna Do you suck. like Bill Burr? You're a Bill Burr guy, right? Yeah, I like I like Bill Burr. Yeah, I saw like they asked him about the past. He's a Boston guy. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I'm pissed that they want to get rid of Belichick." Right? And I'm like, "Yeah." And me, he's like, "I was like, I know Bill." And you kind of like, dude. So you're good. You're good. Like, all right, Bill, go 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 somewhere else. I could, I could do another year. I'm I'm willing to give him like. 
you know, but because how many? This is the second season, right? Second season without Brady. Third. Third, no. This this is the third. This is the third. But it's been he has the two. Yeah, yeah. I would give him in total five seasons. So two more seasons after this. And if there's no kind of like upward trend or some kind of like fight, I'm like, I if I'm working for the Pats, I'm thinking I don't need to see like the Mike Tomlin effect take place. I don't like I I will know when to cut it off. And be like, you know what? Let's just try something different. See, know? but I I think the problem there is I would just tell him like, dude, we'll build a team for you. Just coach, because I think that's where he's at now. And there's and that's fine. That's where he's at. Oh yeah. Um, speaking of like perception and stuff, um, I brought, I said this a while a, a few weeks ago, and you kind of like pushed back. Um, Antonio Pierce. Oh yeah, here we go. I knew you were going there with this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Look, I think. That situation is strictly a hundred percent a McDaniel, a Josh like backlash, backlash effects. Yeah, people hated him. Yeah, Nobody yeah. liked him. So I think it's you could have brought in like whoever, and it would have been better. Because it just they hated that guy so much. Because like the the Raiders, the Raiders go from they they lose to the to the Colts. They beat the Chiefs in a game where the Chiefs should have won because the Raider quarterback didn't complete a pass in the after the second after the first half. That's unheard of. Unheard of. I was like, what is going like are you are you gonna lose to to a team that haven't hasn't completed a pass? It just it was it was uh mind boggling to see that result. They don't score versus the 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 Vikings in a game that just is like, it's like what is like is this like soccer? What, 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 yeah. what you, like yeah. what what what's it's baseball too? Or yeah. is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah baseball. Um, then they put up sixty three versus the Chargers, and the Chargers team that really were you know they had yeah. they hated so it's just you know I don't know man. I, don't, I mean, he's he's gonna probably get excited. I just, I just wonder how hey, much of hey germ. Let, let me let me stop you right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You're valid. You, I, I, I can see. Yes, I, I'm not. You know. Yeah, you're right. It's there's there's a question mark on there. It's like, can this it's guy? Not, actually it's not Dan Campbell. You get what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like I don't know. Like this team hated their coach before. Yeah, it might just be that simple. Like, you take somebody you hate out of the equation, you're gonna be happy. Yeah, and I, I heard so I heard my buddy t- mention this like um, the the one that I told you that um likes Ten Hag and you don't like Ten Hag, you know, because he's a coach, right? <laughs> right. So right. I, I was at we were just, we just because we always talk sports, right? So he he was talking about um like coaching philosophies, and he was like, I've seen some coaches that like they're not. The most, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not these like coaching wizards, mm-hmm. but they can get guys to buy in and they can get guys to, you know, to they get the most out of the guys. And he's like, sometimes I've seen those coaches do better than the coaches that are these wizards, but they're just like unlikable 
And he's like, that's the thing. That's, that's an effect of coaching. Like, like, you have guys that can really, like, get the players to, like, they relate to them. They have them buy in. And they might not be the best coaches, but they can outwork other coaches because of that devotion and passion. Yeah. Um, and very well could be. I mean, yeah, if they hated McDaniel so much, and if they're willing to play for this guy, I mean, cool. But, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'd be happy for him if he, like, got the job. But if he didn't, I'd be like, I can see why they didn't want to. Because, like, and it's like, at that point, it's like, do you, do you give him, like, a... I don't know. You can't give him like a like a long contract because it's like, what if what if he ends up not being the guy? What if it's like another? What if next season we're just like, damn, this guy kind of kind of lost that hype and he can't really win any more games and blah, blah blah, and then they're stuck with him for another, you know? So, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that. I mean, that's tricky. It's just like the Raiders went through this a few. A few years ago, when when they fired when they fired uh, what's his name uh, Gruden. Oh yeah, yeah. They fired Gruden, and they got Rich Bisaccia, and he went seven and five. They went. They were second, and they actually made the wild card. And they almost beat Cincinnati. It was like a pretty controversial yeah. loss. But you knew, like, well, you know, nobody really liked John Gruden and the Raiders anymore. And here comes, you know, this this guy who has moxie and personality and the dudes just, you know, supposedly love play. But it's like, okay, but th this can't be your coach. And I think that's how... I think there's a difference in in how you how you go about constructing the coaching because Dan Campbell has a really good staff. You know, it, it, it's not just a it's it's not just this guy who just does raw raw stuff. Yeah. It's you know it's a legitimate. He's a he has legit coaches around him, and yeah, I I do agree. You have to be. You have to be good. You have to be. Um, you you have to have a game plan because this is. I saw this with the Mexican national team with with uh, El Piojo. El Piojo is Antonio Pierce, rah rah, you know. But you see the Mexican team, and you're like, dude, these guys have no game plan. But he like, you know, he's your tío who's like, come on, it's like, go. And so yeah. people like that dude because he's like a hype guy. But at the highest level, you're going to get cooked. And so Mexico would be in games and it's like, oh, well, they have passion. And you're like, yeah, OK. But when you're dealing with these teams that have game plans and their coaches are they know how to scheme stuff. Mexico was always in trouble. So, and I think it's, I think that's the Raiders. That's, that would be the Raiders if they get Antonio Pierce. Cause I think this is a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Everyone hated McDaniels. So therefore it's like, man, would it be safe to say McDaniels like a Tata Martino? <laughs> like supposed to be a good coach, but no one cared. Like no one likes him. 
No, because El Tata's won. He's I hate El Tata. I hate him, but he's won. Well, McDaniel's won as like an assistant coach. Like that, no, I know, that, but that, El, that El Tata, like the... no, but El Tata has like like won real stuff in in Europe. So it's just like it's it's not it's not the same. As much as I I hate him, it's just. I don't know. It's just I don't. It's so weird. Like, cause Bray, like, he's obviously a good he- offensive coordinator. It's just some dudes just don't have the personality to lead to lead a team. You know, it's weird. It's 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 yeah. personality. I think with coaches has like matters a lot. Also, again, I, uh, man, do do you think it's not worth it to see what Antonio Pierce can do with the full like off season and everything? Like it's like because like when he came in, they were already how many games deep into the season? Yeah, they were, they were pretty deep. Um... Would it when, like if you were if you were the Raiders, would, would you think you know what I? He he steered the boat as best he could during this season, but we're gonna go for a new guy, or do you say, you know what, let's see if he can do because no, I'm, I'm like a... gamble, I'm a gambler. I'm I'm, I'm call me reckless. I'll be like, oh sure, I'll I'll take the No, because I, I think you have a chance to do something like to kind of start from scratch. Like if I'm the Raiders after Monday's game, the national championship game, Tuesday morning, I'm flooding Jim Harbaugh's phone. <laughs> because I mean I, I no, or, yeah, 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 yeah. because to me Antonio Pierce is a is a stopgap. You know, maybe Antonio Pierce can become a good, a really, really good coach, Dan Campbell-esque. But also, Dan Campbell, you know, he his offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, he's probably going to get a head coaching job this year. And I think next year we'll see, okay, well, we'll see how good that offense is. And I think that's, a lot of these head coaching jobs is a, can you be a good CEO? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I was watching the game, the Michigan-Alabama game, and I was explaining to Stephanie how, you know, these co- a lot of these head coaches don't aren't calling every single play. Because, you know, they, they would put the camera on, like, Nick Saban or, or Jim Harbaugh, and they, you know, yeah. they, don't have, they don't have a play sheet. And they're like, wait, I thought they called the game. I'm like, no, they're, you know, they're there to manage it pretty much. So they'll decide, like, no, I don't want to go for it on fourth down. Or, yeah, let's go for it. Or, hey, let's do a run play here. Or, hey, like, obviously, they can override everything. Yeah, but they'll be like, what do you got for me? Hey, what do you think? Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you know, and I was telling her how there's a, there's, you know, you have to, you, there's few, like, I think McVeigh and Shanahan are the only ones that call, like, the game. But those two dudes are, like, 
you know, super smart when it comes to that. So you almost wouldn't want anybody else. If you have Shanahan McVay, you kind of want those two dudes to run the show offensively, you know, but, and I think it's, it's just, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm not convinced with Antonio Pierce. I know everybody loves him and I know everyone's like, oh man, the, you know, the great story. I just like, I don't know. Uh, doesn't look great. Uh, cool like he you know he rocks the black air force ones and again this is the mike tomlin effect mike tomlin looks he has the glasses he looks relatable he's cool he's tough no nonsense supposedly and it's yeah but with with mike tomlin like we 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 know what happens you know that's like We've, know, we've seen but it. There's, but there's so many people that drink that Kool-Aid, bro. It's so crazy. Like, the fact that he has he has Mason Rudolph on the bench, and he, like, played... He kept playing Mitchell Trubisky. It's like, dude, I think Mason Rudolph, your third stringer, is the best quarterback of the three quarterbacks you played this year. Like, that's malpractice. Like, what the, like, what the hell is wrong with you, bro? Like, are you serious? Like, what's... Because for as much he as... McVeigh got as much heat as as a Shanahan got for the whole Trey Lance thing and McVeigh when he traded away Jared Goff and it's like wow he took it like you made a Super Bowl with this guy it's like comes a time where it's like but you gotta cut bait bro like that and it's so I don't know that kind of stuff to me Mm -hmm. I feel like Antonio Pierce is in that he's more that guy than he is Dan Campbell and I think I just I would be I would I'm not a Raider fan by any stretch, and you know the Raiders could suck forever for all I care. But um, I have a soft spot for the Raiders. I, I think I, I, and it sucks because I always try to give them like love, like the fans, right. and they're always like, "Oh, cool!" And they're like, "Who's your team?" And I'm like, "You're a Patriot fan." The Pats, and they're like, "Oh, like, you know." <laughs> it goes deep though, bro. It goes it, like, bro. My dad would tell me stories about Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson. I know, but Plunkett. It's you know? like you're, you're like the you're like. I the, honestly wish I could have been born into a Raider family. Sometimes, oh, interesting. Because of the mystique, bro. Could you imagine me in a Howie Long jersey walking down the street, bro? I could. Raider cap, black Air Force Ones. I would scare the living daylights like out of white people. I'd be, bro. I'd be like, I, I I'm, I'm the homie. I'm the homie. You know. You'd be a miserable NFL fan, but yeah, I would. I would. But dude, g- g- okay, because <laughs> you know how annoyed I get with you when you're. Could you imagine me screaming out Raiders at the top of my lungs, bro? I, so I, I have a soft spot for Antonio Pierce. That's why I'm like, I'm always like, uh, yeah, good for him, like, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. That, I'm telling you, that's why I'm telling you, like, like you with Purdy, like, you're like, maybe I'm being irrational. I'm, I'm probably being irrational with Antonio Pierce because of my love for the Raiders. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I want to do the Kyle Shanahan and McVeigh kind of storyline. Um, <laughs> we went through the games that matter already because that's you know this 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 year is not as like chaotic as other years. But I told Angel, shout out to Angel, I was gonna do the the McVeigh Shanahan kind of timeline because you're going to hear it a lot 
during the game on Sunday. Um, so this is where <laughs> this is where it's at. I'm gonna start way back when. Yeah, it's nine, yeah, it's 1980, and in 1980, the 49ers hire John McVay, who is the god the 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 grandfather of Sean McVay, and they hire. They hire uh, John McVeigh, and he becomes the vice president of player pers- of football administration. Then he goes to like player personnel, and then from ninety eight to ninety nine, he was his last year with the Niners. He was uh, the GM. He was one of the main guys that orchestrated. Building the, the 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 Super Bowl rosters that won five Super Bowls with the Niners, so he has five Super Bowls as an executive. His name in Levi Stadium is there. He's in the Forty Nine uh, Hall of Fame. That's John McVay. Mike Shanahan, how Shanahan's father, gets to the Forty Nine ers in nineteen ninety two, and he's there from nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety four. He's the offensive coordinator. Uh, both years, and the first year he was a um, the quarterbacks coach. He wins a Super Bowl with the Niners as an assistant coach, and so that's that where they kind of intersect, right? Mm-hmm. Mike Shanahan then goes to the the Washington Redskins in two thousand and ten. But in 2008, in 2008, Kyle, um, Sean McVay gets hired by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And jo- John Gruden, who was a coach at the time, he, he works under him. And Bruce Allen, who later becomes the, the Washington Commanders and Red, or Redskins at the time, he, he becomes the, the GM at, and the president of football operations in Washington later on. So he gets hired under John Gruden, and he starts working there. 2010, Mike Shanahan takes over the coaching at Washington, and he brings his son Kyle Shanahan to run the offense. And because Bruce Allen takes over that job in Washington 2010, he... He makes or he he asks Mike Shanahan to interview McVeigh and McVeigh gets hired in that staff. So that's where you get the pictures of you get McVeigh, you get LaFleur, who's the Green Bay coach, and you get Shanahan Kyle. And obviously with that, there's Mike McDaniel who's there. So it's just like the whole little the whole little gang. The melting pot, yeah. Yeah. So in 2010, they kind of get to they get together. And Shanahan in an interview said that he came in and they called him the boy wonder. That's what they called McVay because he was like super smart. And obviously he comes from a football family is, you know, and all that. Um, they had the exact same haircut and he was, according to Shanahan, he was more, he was buffer. He was more Jack. And this is all according to, to Shanahan. And that's why they <laughs> called him uh boy wonder. He gets asked a question by Mike Shanahan during the interview, and he goes on a 45-minute explanation on that play. And that's when the Shanahans were like, yep, we got the right guy. 
He gets, he becomes a two in 20. So he takes over the tight ends coach. He's a tight ends coach during that time. And he was, he was working under Kyle Shanahan because Kyle Shanahan was running the offense. Um, And then they both get fired. They both get fired when Mike Shanahan gets fired. So Mike and Kyle get fired from Washington. McVeigh stays with Gruden, Jay Gruden in Washington. Jay Gruden, yeah. And then <clears throat> Shanahan goes to the Browns, and then he goes to the Falcons, and that's where he takes Matt LaFleur with him to, to Washington. Um, but they've been friends since then. So it's that connection from Washington that they 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 just forged. And obviously there's the 49er history too. And now in 2017, they were both, they were two of the, the, the most sought after young coaches. The NFL coaching jobs were becoming younger and they were going to younger dudes and they were at the top of the line. Obviously, at the time, the Rams and the Niners were looking for coaches. The Niners, now Shanahan does this thing where he's with the Falcons, that's the 28-3 to Super Bowl, and he tells everybody, I'm not interviewing to after the Super Bowl. And he he interviews with the Broncos, I think, and the Niners. He never interviewed with the Rams because the Rams were out interviewing um the guy we just faced, Josh McDaniels. They were interv- yeah, they were interviewing Josh McDaniels, but there was like a snowstorm in New England at the time. They couldn't like get back. They just couldn't, you know, because of the weather. They could never make it back in time to interview Shanahan. The Niners interviewed McVeigh and they interviewed Shanahan, and the Niners wanted Kyle Shanahan. The Rams offer the job to McVeigh. McVeigh takes it. The Niners offer the job to Shanahan, who thinks it over. He was going to take the Denver job because his dad coached in Denver, won Super Bowls in Denver. And then he chose the Niners because the Niners, I think, gave him more control of the team. And they both coach. They're the same division. They're friends since 2010. Same division um, since 2017. Uh, McVeigh has had more success than Kyle. Um, but Kyle head-to-head has had more success versus McVeigh, which is interesting. Um, and that's where, that's where we're at. That's the story. That's the connection between these two coaches um, that I like both. And I hope Shanahan stays on the Niners forever. I hope he, to me, Kyle Shanahan is this generation's Andy Reid. And I think if the Niners get rid of Shanahan, because Niner Twitter is like super toxic. Like, I know you think I'm toxic, but there's Niner fans. No, I don't think you're toxic, Jerm. I know if. Okay, then uh, there's don't, okay. Yeah, don't 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 do okay. that. For well, me. then I'm then I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. But there there are Niner fans, bro, that have like they're very just, um you're they're like, fickle, like, so to speak. They're always like on the next thing. Bro, like, you're just like, what the hell are you talking? Like, the I've heard, I've read stuff where it's like we need to fire Shanahan, and you're just like, and bring who you moron? Who? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? And I think so. Yeah, man. So that that's the connection between those two guys. So shout out to Angel. That was for him. Um, 
and that's why like there's always that because they're friends so it'd be yeah yeah, like, yeah me and angel coaching against each other it's like he's my boy but i kind of they always want to i always want to beat him so yeah or you and i coaching against each other i'd always want to yeah him. yeah You're my I, guy I, forever but i would i would run it up i'd be like <laughs> i'd run it up. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I feel like when the Raiders were scored sixty three on the Chargers, I'd be like, "We're no going for it on fourth down." You're yeah, up by, yeah, you're up by thirty five <laughs> with six dude, minutes yeah, left. Dude, Go for just it. To show you how like Sammy is. I'm just like, dude, you make no sense. You're like, you're stupid. So on New Year's Day, when I sent you the picture of like my Letterman, right? Yeah, that was my a nice, dad pulled a nice out. Letterman. Thank you, thank you. My dad pulled out um the uh my high school tapes, like right. He, and I was like, dude, I don't want to watch that. Like, nah, like I'm just, I don't know. I'm like, kind of like, I don't want to say I'm jaded, but I'm just like, it's just kind of weird. Like, it's been a while. I'm just like, eh, you know. Yeah. So my brother, they put they put a game on, and they put a game on against. Um, it was a team we we like crushed them on offense. We scored like 42 points, and we scored like our second touchdown. And so Sammy was like, "So y'all aren't gonna go for two or?" And I was like. Dude, it's the first quarter. We're just like, like you're feeling the game out. I'm like, also, I'm not. I'm I'm playing left tackle. I'm not calling like the offense. I'm like, why on earth would you go for two? No one in the NFL goes for two unless it's like a do or die type situation. Or I'm just like, so that's what Sammy's on. Sammy's like, are you not going to go for two? You're not going to like crush him. I'm like, we won the game. Like we, we <laughs> killed him. I was like, what? There's no need to go for two. Like you only right. go for two if you like miss an extra point. And you're trying to like, you know, put a, a point in the bank for later or something. Or if it's like the end of the game and you're like, oh, if you go for two now, they have to score a touchdown instead of a field goal. Like, so I'm like, dude, that's just situational football. Like, you don't need to go for two. But Sam is vicious. Sam is like, why wouldn't you go for two if you guys are crushing them? And I'm like, there's no need. Like, I, bro, I was like, stop. So, oh, man. But that that's how he is. So I just so you would know what it's like coaching against Sammy. He would just like, he's reckless. He'd be out here like trying to, yeah, go for funny. it all, but but okay. But I was gonna ask you with yeah. Shanahan and McVeigh, mm-hmm. they're still both pretty young, right? Yeah, they they coached okay because like where I'm going with this is this like with Belichick, you always hear about like the Belichick tree of coaches, the guys mm-hmm. underneath, and they never seem to pan out, right? Mm-hmm. McDaniels, Patricia, uh, Flores, I think, right? All these guys. Even at one point, like, um, wasn't like Nick Saban, like when he was coaching the NFL, he's technically under Belichick. You know, they're both old, but still, yeah, you know, they're like associated, yeah. right? You know, right. Um, is it safe to say that they're under that Kyle and Sean are under Mike's tree? Like, is there a tree here? I, I'm kind of getting tree vibes, but I'm not sure. Like, where do they fall? Because I feel like they're kind of spread out. It's not as, like, directional as, like, Belichick and everyone under him. Yeah. But there's some history there, like you said. Like, they have a lot of history on both families. Well, I think it's it's the Shanahan tree. Because Kyle Shanahan. Because Shanahan was the... Because McVeigh has said that Kyle was his boss in the Washington... Right. So it was he was under and it so a lot of it this so yeah, I mean I guess there is like an overlap because 
Kyle obviously runs a lot of the scheme that his dad ran with Denver yeah. and everywhere else. Um. So yeah, so it's. I think if we want to be completely like there, I guess is the Mike Shanahan tree, which is impressive because it it's like Kyle. Kyle is like the sub tree, I guess. But under Kyle, it's Mike McDaniel, Matt Lafleur, uh, Gary Kubiak, who who used to who won the Super Bowl versus the Panthers with the with the Broncos. So that's all under the Mike Shanahan tree. Wow. Sean McVay, obviously. Um, you get dudes like Anthony Lynn, who was the the Chargers coach for a while and how he's on the Niners. Uh, Kevin Stefanski, the Browns coach. Arthur Smith, um, who's the Falcons coach now. Um, so it's a it's a pretty impressive yeah. tree because I mean, maybe Andy Reid has something that's like comparable. Let yeah. See. Let me see his. Uh, but even Andy Reid, I think Andy Reid comes from like Bill Walsh. Because so under Andy Reid, Andy Reid, oh, Andy Reid's pretty good too. Sean McDermott, John Harbaugh, Matt Nagy, who's not good, yeah. Doug Peterson. Ron Rivera, who, you know, was with the Panthers for all those years. Todd Bowles, Pat Shermer, respected coach. Lazy, uh, Leslie Frazier, Steve Spagnola, Brad Childress. So, I mean, it's it's not a bad tree. Yeah. Um, and then I think all these dudes come from uh, Bill, Bill Wash because – he his tree is like John Holmgren and like he's a the dude one of the dudes who like founded the 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 West Coast offense. West Coast offense, yeah, yeah. So he has like Dennis Green, who's who's known for the whole like they they are who we thought they were, and we let him off the hook. We let him off the hook, yeah, yeah. That so that's that guy. So you get. Like the Bill Wash has, I guess, the more notable names. Brian Billick, who was the coach of the Ravens, that that yeah, two thousand Ravens, yeah, yeah. Uh, you get um, Mike Holmgren, who was with the, the the Packers and the the Seahawks for all those years. Steve Mariucci, Niner, former Niner head coach. John Gruden was there. Uh, Bill Callahan coached the Raiders. <laughs> Mike Tomlin, who we finished talking, he's in that tree with Mike Holmgren. <laughs> uh, Raheem Morris, who's on the Rams. Uh, Andy Reid, so and Andy Reid's just the the one that I read. Um, then you get, yeah, yeah so it's it's a pretty interesting tree. So yeah, I, I I guess we would we would we would credit Kyle, no, not Kyle, Mike Shanahan for that tree. But under Kyle, it's it's a pretty good tree too. Yeah. Dang. What's funny is they just announced the Niners. I, I had told I told Angel, like I'm pretty sure Kyle and uh, Kyle's gonna text um, McVeigh and just be like, "Hey, um, what if I start Sam Darnold and you start Carson Wentz and we kind of just take it easy Sunday?" And because I'm like, I, I, you know, they're they're boys. Why wouldn't they do that? And sure enough, I mean, they didn't say that they texted each other, but. 
the Niners announced and the Rams announced at the same time, separately, obviously, that Carson Wentz will be the starter and uh and Sam Darnold will be the starter. So that's funny. I think that there's, a, there's an understanding, a wink wink. Let's get into a playoffs healthy. No crazy business. That's just Dang. Yeah, so that's cute. I like that, you know. That's I mean that makes sense, right? You're, like, both, yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. you're both in the, if we were both coaching <laughs> against each other, we're both in the playoffs. I'd be like, hey dude, like let's go hard if we meet in the playoffs. Okay, let's let's just let's let's get there with all our yeah, yeah, with all the important parts. Um yeah. Dang. It's it's pretty like when um as I hear you talk about like this tree, I just can't like I'm, I'm gonna ask like what what is it do you think about Bill with his like disciples that like just hasn't worked out for them? Like what what do you think's going on over there? It's kind of weird, no? I think it's the I think what I think the, is the only guy I can think of that has like a somewhat like steady thing going for him, and he wasn't even a coach of Bills, but Mike Rabel as a player was like a good Pats player, and he's right. like he's like solid. I think he's like respected. Um, but other than that, I'm like all the other guys are like pretty god awful. I think that I think the thing you get there, and you get the sense from just like other stuff that like comes out from Belichick is I think there's a lot of gatekeeping mm. where I think, you know, Belichick kind of just isn't sharing all the recipes. My mom does this. My mom's like a huge, like, I'm not giving you the recipes, so she'll give you like, the main stuff, but she'll withhold like the special, special ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Whatever makes it like just that much better. Like, yeah, and I think Belichick is does that with his coaches. And um, I think with Kyle and his dad, I think because I think what it is, it's a it's a it's a sharing of ideas. So I'm gonna give you this idea, you're gonna give me that idea, and together we're gonna create something better. But I think Belichick, it's more. Well, this is mine, so I'll yeah, just do what I tell you. Don't ask questions. And I think that I think that's what it is because how many teams have tried to like replicate the the Patriot model, and it's like how come it doesn't work anywhere else? And obviously, part of it is you don't have Tom Brady everywhere, (laughs) so I think that yeah that, that hurts. But I think also Belichick doesn't share everything because I don't know the last seven weeks dude I've been super impressed by the Patriots because the things they've done and you could just you just see it like it's it's Belichick just game plan after game plan just putting these these games together and giving the team with with Zappy or or Matt or uh, Mac an opportunity like they shouldn't beat the Bills on Sunday yeah, like and it's and even like the Chiefs, like that was a really close game throughout. So I just think it's it's one of those things that he doesn't share. He doesn't share everything. Everything, yeah. And because of that, 
I think the tree kind of wavers. Because mm. it's the same. Somebody who has a bad coaching tree, and it's like a legendary coach, is uh, Phil Jackson. Like, every, Ooh, yeah. everyone who's, like, followed Phil and wanted to, like, I'm going to implement this. And it's like, yeah, it kind of doesn't work if. If Phil isn't there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why people that's where people knock Phil Jackson because it's like, well, is it the triangle or is it Michael? You know, is it Michael? Is it Pippen? Is it Kobe? Is it Shaq? But I think it's more so he purposely doesn't give you everything. So I think that's why you don't get the results that dude. I I man, I had this I had this teacher at this professor at ELAC. This guy was nuts, dude. This guy was like yeah, he, I had a drop in the class. I, I right. can't even remember this guy's name, but he was a coach at Elac. I think for like women's basketball or something. Yeah, this is a little Cuban guy. Right. This guy, I from the first class, everyone was like, "Dude, this guy!" Like, I'm missing a screw. I don't. He was intense, <laughs> but he he would always rave about how it wasn't Phil Jackson. With both stints with uh, like the Bills, with the Bulls, and with the Lakers, mm-hmm. um, but maybe since you watch more basketball, you would be able, you would know if you know this guy's name. Um, and I looked into it and I was like, okay, this guy is a coach, but I was like, as far as I know, like I don't know if this guy's actually all this guy said he was. But yeah. Tex Winners, yeah, he said that guy was the real reason why Phil was successful in those two stints. And I was like, and that at the time I was like, I said I was like. 18 i was like i don't know what this guy's talking about so bye but well i think well tex winter is the is he like guy, an assistant coach on the staffs or something well he's credited as being the inventor of the the triangle and he showed it to phil jackson now oh. my pushback to that when people say that is you can come up with something but if you're not able to produce it then implement it yeah it's just an idea like every you know and so he's like the guy who wrote who writes all the songs but can't sing them oh gotcha okay and phil jackson's the guy who couldn't write the song but he could perform the hell out of them so i push back i think that's a that's a very lazy kind of knock because he because in the i'm assuming he Tex Winters didn't have runs like the Bulls and Lakers elsewhere. Like, well, Tex Winter never really co- never coached in the NBA. Um, you know, he was a, like he was a guy who was comfortable helping Phil Jackson. That's interesting. Like his his makeup was different. He wasn't he wasn't trying to, and I think a lot of it is not everybody has the personality to be a coach, head mm. coach. It's a whole like Josh McDaniel thing we talked about. Like, yeah. I think some dudes are really good at being coordinators, and and some dudes are built to be coaches. And you know, you got to find the, your lane. Yeah, and Tex yeah. Winter was super comfortable in his lane because Kobe talks about Kobe talks about how he like Tex. He would talk to Tex Winter a lot to like understand the triangle and all that. Oh, so just yeah, but Phil was a great coach, like Belichick. Yeah, I think to you know, so I think it's, but I think the difference is that 
they both well the, the similarities I don't think they they shared they emptied the book with their disciples so that's why you get such a checkered or not even checkered just a bad tree yeah a tree that withers up and dies yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. shout out to Bill <laughs> so yeah um, last thoughts <sighs> I don't, I don't think so. Um, death to the Niners, man. That's that's it. That's all I'm on. It just... <laughs> <laughs> death to the Niners. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. No, um, <laughs> oh, um, I'm ready. I'm ready for some some playoff playoff football, man. Oh man, should be fun. Yeah, I I like I like that the Niners have the the bye week. That first weekend, it's just like, ooh, just relax. Let's just enjoy these games. Because that division round, you know, the anxiety gets pushed all the way up, the nervousness. <laughs> and it's like, Are we in store for, a, like, a fresh batch of, like, German game time tweets? That's, oh, that's yeah. What I yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right, good. Yeah, good. so all these inco- incoherent tweets of just <laughs> craziness. So Yeah, yeah they're either, like, a- like, anger or joy. I'm like, oh. <laughs> And so it says you can't even tell. It's but it's like, yeah. Look, it sounds like I'm, t- I'm like, oh, like <laughs> oh my god, oh man. Twitter's <laughs> Twitter, t- Twitter at that point just becomes like therapeutic. I need to release this energy. It's, so. yeah, it's like your little like diary, but we could all yeah. read it. You know, like here like you go, Twitter. Diary. So yeah, that's Dang, that's what. Dude, there was a tweet of yours, and I was like, what is, what is this? Uh. See if I can remember it. Dang. What was it? Oh, okay. This tweet. This one. This was the college college football. Okay. Yeah. But it was regarding the Pac-12. You're like, are we sure we can't keep the Pac-12? I yeah. think it's just a little too late for the Pac-12, man. It is. It is. It just and it, it is sad. It is it's like it. When I first heard like mention of this, where they're like, "Oh, they're all," I was like, "What do you mean the Pac-12 is the Pac-12? Like it's, it's it's a like it's a staple." And I was like, "Dude, like USC," and then like, "Oh, USC's moving," and I'm like, "It's sad, man." It is. That that's it, it, yeah. Yeah. It's just. Because they all suck. Until this Washington team, it's like, dude, like, I remember USC lost in a bowl game to, like, was it like Tulane? Tulane, you know, like in a shootout. I'm like, what do we right. mean? Like, yeah. You know? So. Yeah, it's silly, but it's just. And it's just... I, I will say this. I will say this. Mm-hmm. I, I, it might blow up in his face, but we talked about this. Because when, when we first, when we last talked about this, you were like, Oh, the big schools will still be the big schools. I'm like, yeah, that's true, but like, um, Dion, Dion's moving some pieces over at Colorado. Like, I'm seeing like, I'm like, oh, so and so transferring from this school, so and so signing, and I'm like, dang, these guys are kind of like, like, because like the main thing was like the O line. That was one of the things he talked about. Where it's like, oh, the O line. Right. Like, but some of these signs, I'm like, damn, that's a big boy, dude. That guy's like six five. Like, I'm like. Or transfer from like 
he got a tight end, and I'm just like, oh, and I, and of course they post a picture of him with Dion, and I'm like, like Dion's here, and the tight end is like, I'm like, oh god, okay, so we, we might see a little shift. I don't know, Colorado might be, they might be coming to play, man. Yeah. And it's it's sad because like, because you said like for an example, I was like, oh, the like, USC will still be USC. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. has USC been USC for like? Like it's been, it's been rough, man. The last happy moment, like really, like like where I'm like ah, was when they beat they beat Penn State by like like with a like a kick in a bowl game a couple years ago. Matt Barkley, Matt, yeah, and that was that. and that was it, man. Like that, it's just been heartbreak after that was heartbreak. Really yeah, man. Yeah. Final I'm, thoughts. All right. All right. Rest in power to the Pac-12. That's my closing thoughts. Yeah. Right there. You know. It's it's so yeah. It's so sad. It's been a, it's been a it's been some good times, some yeah. bad times, but some good times. You know. <laughs> um. Death to UCLA. Always. Death to UCLA. Bruins. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So. Yeah. Who 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 are you going for in the national championship game? Washington. <sighs> At this point, I don't care. I just want Alabama to win. So okay, yeah. Um, okay. I, I was gonna like text you this, but I was like, no, nah, I can't spin that in, like a positive light. But like, because you were like Michigan, and I was gonna tell you, hey, bro, either way, I win. Like, if Alabama wins, good for me. If Michigan wins, Brady went to Michigan, so it makes Brady look better. So <laughs> Brady went twenty-two and five in college. That's a good record, and no. Dude, the again the Brady Six keeps surprising me when the coach was like, only one team called me for Tom Brady. And I'm like, that's insane. Like, you're telling me, you're telling me the Browns, like the Browns were thinking, oh, we're too good to draft that Tom Brady guy. Like, you're the Browns, bro. Chill out, you know? No other team thought about that. It's crazy, bro. That's insane. Yeah. It's so. wild. Crazy stuff. Hopefully, Jim Harbaugh gets his title, and uh, and then comes back to. I don't know. Who, did you say you want him to coach somewhere, or you said someone should sign him? Well, I mean, if you're the Chargers, if you're the the Raiders, like, why not bring him in? Why not? So, Raider him with the Raiders could be fun. Oh, you know what I'm like? I don't like the Chargers. Those guys piss me off. Charger fans specifically, those guys. You know any, friends. dude? Dude, one of my good friends I, um, from from high school. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a groomsman at his wedding next month. Oh, I remember him. Yeah, I met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, dude, Charger fans. So like, bro. But there's there's even a guy here in Paso that I, I used to work with, and big Charger fan. And like, you would think that these guys, the way they talk about them, they have this like like storied franchise and all these guys and I'm like bro you guys got LT and <laughs> that's it it's like I mean yeah like anybody else like sure there's like there's some good players don't get me wrong Antonio Gates good player right. you know great player um Philip Rivers I'm gonna for Philip Rivers they're like the good team with no history it's weird yeah, and they want to act like they're one of those. Like they okay, like they always talk down to the Raiders, and I'm like, the Raiders at least got some bowls in the ball. So let's not disrespect the Raiders, okay? Um, they they want to act like they're on that level, but they're not. I'm like, dude, you guys are a couple wins away from being like, you know, 
like the Jaguar. You know, like you, you guys are not a good team. <laughs> Let's pump the brakes. You guys are not a good team. <laughs> Y'all have had some good teams, but there's no one in there that's like, you know. So that yeah, those are the guys. I don't like those guys. Charger fans. Y'all heard it here first. Hey, and Hold if anyone's up. got a problem with that, come on the pod. I will gladly throw <laughs> verbal hands. I I'm I'm saying it right now. Open invite. Any any isn't your boy um what's his name? Root Thoughts host. Albert, yeah. Albert, come at me, bro. Yeah. What's good? You know? So no, Albert Albert's Albert's but, a good Albert's a good dude. He, was, he is. He is. No, he is a good dude. I just I like to argue, as you can tell. I like to argue. So. <laughs> I was I was not expecting uh, just a drive by on the Chargers and their fans <laughs> to end the pod. So it's uh, I love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, be better, Chargers, and maybe you can you you can come at come at David for his uh, for his uh, hateful hateful thoughts. Um, yeah, I think you know. Just I hope the Niners stay healthy, and that's it. You know, it just health, health to the Niners, and health is wealth. What's up? And he, here we go, quest for six. Here for six. we go, chasing, chasing the Patriots and Steelers and Steelers. We got, we got six, right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, there you go. We're at least in that conversation. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. End of the football season, and um, I can't wait for I can't wait for um, one last thing. When, when do you think Canelo announces who he's fighting in May? Oh, I think next month, probably, huh? Maybe like the end of this month, hopefully. Yeah, because I'm like, man, it's been quiet over there. Yeah. Oh, dude, I met a guy, and I'm just like, here we go. Pick picture perfect stereotypical. I was like, bro, and he was a nice guy. He's a good guy. I'm not gonna say his name, but <laughs> I met this dude. This is yesterday. I was at work. Right. The dude came in. Boxing came up, and uh, so I was like, oh, okay. I, was, I watch boxing. You know, I watch quite a bit of boxing. You know. I watched quite a bit of boxing, you know, so they watched right. boxing. Uh, <laughs> and um and so we got to talk to talking and this guy's you know Latino, right? Okay. Doesn't like Canelo. And I was like, I'm gonna ask you right now. I was like, tell me what it is that you don't like about Canelo. I was like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um and he said and I was just I was baffled. I was like, that makes no sense. He's like, nah, man, this guy, he's just not humble. He's not humble, bro. And I'm like, one, my question was like, what is he supposed to say instead of, like, what is he saying now that you think is wrong? And then what is he supposed to say instead that would be okay? And so his first answer to, I was like, what are you saying that you don't like? He was like, oh, the way he says he'll like, he'll fight anybody and he'll be anybody. I'm like, boxers are supposed to say that though. Like, right. that. what do you, if I'm a boxer, you think we're going on saying, yeah, I'm, I don't think I want to fight that guy though. I think that guy would beat me, you know, like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a good fighter. He's a good fighter, but no one says that. Who right. says that? Yeah. So I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And then I'm also thinking, there are a lot of other fighters that are actually not humble. Where I'm like, that guy's a douche. I can think of a few, like, right. and young guys too, like Delfimo Lopez. That guy's a turd. Like that guy. Um, 
Ryan pre like tank knocking the crap out of him. I'm like, I don't right. know. I told him, I was like, I don't like that guy. Yeah. Um, Devin Haney. I was like, dude, all these young bucks. I was like, all these guys, they talk a ton, dude. I was like, Canelo's just saying, I'll fight anybody. Right. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it, dude. I don't understand. Um, this guy went, went as far as to even say he was like, oh, cause we, cause he both like tank. I was like, oh, I like tank. Tank's good, you know? And he's like, yeah, I think if, um, if Canelo and Tank were in the same way, like Tank would beat Canelo. And I'm like, bro, like, pray for me. So I don't like, so maybe you should, you should touch, you should put literal hands on, have a literal uh, fist argument with this guy. That's no, no, I'm telling you why after the pod, I couldn't with this guy, but. But um, but yeah. So that yeah, I I think end of this month or early next month, because then after that point, it's like the train February, March, April. Yeah, it has like, to be has like built like the yeah. Build, I'm assuming he's already training too. I'm assuming he's like right. he's doing like that light training right now, and then he announces it, and then he's gonna go into like beast mode training. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you do you think we get Benavides in May or Benavides in September? I think so. I think it's Benavides. Okay, good. Me too. I'm ready for that one. I'm, I've been ready, so yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think it's been to be. I think the Bibble train is long gone, thankfully. Um. So yeah, should be good. Yeah. So, um, I'll talk to you next week. I'll watch the movie, and uh, yes, we'll see where we're at next week. Oh man, I can't wait. Should be fun, but yeah, um, we'll be on Canelo Watch, obviously, and then we have um, Fury Usyk, and yeah, bo- boxing gets pretty quiet in the beginning of the year. Uh, isn't Virgil Virgil fighting this week? Virgil Virgil fighting, yeah. Shout out to Virgil. Yeah, but we're all yeah. kind of like, are you you know, are you healthy? Are you good? I think he is. I so my boy. I think so too. I think so too. My my friend Trevor, like he he's met Virgil. He's met him yeah. a couple times, and so word of mouth. He's like, I think he said he figured out like his health thing. So oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. All the best to Virgil. Yeah, good like dude. So hopefully he figures out. Hopefully he wins. So yeah. Um, but yeah. So I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. And to everybody else, uh, go Niners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the pod. Thanks to David. Thanks to Angel for the music. And um, last week of the NFL. So enjoy it. It should be a good good one. Um, not as dramatic as years past, but it's the NFL. So we'll see where it all ends. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. So, no, I'm lying. I'll talk to you Friday. I have a NBA pod, soccer pod coming up so i'll talk to you then thank you for listening rate review subscribe listen you can listen to wherever you get podcasts arrows up podcast arrows up on uh, instagram thank you for listening until next time go niners